What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello and welcome to the show. This is the Cult of Conspiracy, and my name's Jonathan. I'm Jacob. Today we got back our boy Nick Harrison, Electro Nick, as he likes to be called, as we like to call him. What's going on, Nick? Nothing much. Chilling, chilling, you guys. Awesome, dude. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so you reached out to us not that long ago, and you're like, yo, there has been more channeled Pleiadian messages that need to be said, and it needs to be said in long style. We've recently started doing these longer episodes here lately, and um, tell you what, I think the cult members love them. I mean, the numbers reflect, bro. We are absolutely getting more and more listeners. We are getting more and more cult members. More and more people are opening their third eyes every day, and I do want to take a second to thank the cult members for that. It is because of you, word of mouth, and sharing this, and commenting, and the likes, and the follows, and the subscribes, and all the shit. Everything that you do has helped us get to this point, and we are steady getting bigger and bigger, so thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Absolutely, and if you do love this show, I mean, show your true appreciation by, you know, maybe liking it. Maybe giving it a rating, giving it a review, as Jacob was saying. But you the know? best way to show would be able to, to go to rockfin.com slash cult of conspiracy or patreon.com slash cult of, cult of conspiracy podcast. We have the links for both of those down below in the show notes. Um, and you'll be able to watch all the videos. You'll be able to watch the one extra episode per week. You'll be able to watch all the after shows and the once a month live show that we put on where we just are here to chill with the cult members and you guys can ask us literally fucking anything. Yep. It's, a it's always time. a good time. Um, and actually, we're going to be doing it a little bit differently next time. What because uh, what what's the name of the program that we were running the lives on? Uh, Some ass thing. I don't remember. But anyway, I'm I'm thinking the next time we... I don't know, we, but it doesn't work. Yeah, it's so ass, dude. It's not even good. Um, but we're thinking of uh, doing it on Zoom next time. So everybody would be invited to actual... Textual Zoom, we'll be able to see your face, you'll be able to see ours. Yeah. Um, and we'll just hang out, dude. It's like campfire style. Yeah. I I'm, I think that'd be a better way to go about it, honestly. Um, especially with what we're doing and how we I how I want these to start going, man. We've talked about this. We want to have more actual interaction with cult members, especially ones that have gone to that level and and supported us in that way. Like, absolutely, man. Yeah, yeah, and what I've recently said here lately is that if you are a member of Rockfin or Patreon, um, I am doing hypno sessions for the for the discount for all of our cult members out there. So if you are a subscriber on Rockfin or Patreon, instead of paying my regular standard two hundred dollar fee, you'll be able to get it for one fifty, and um, you'll just go on the ride of a lifetime. I challenge you to find a licensed QHHT therapist that will give you a session for anywhere near that price. I challenge you. You won't be able to find it. So if you want to check out one of your past lives, you want to be able to speak to your higher self, or maybe have an in-session literal healing, 
reach out to me. You'll be able to email me, cultofconspiracypodcast at yahoo.com. We'll set it up, dude. You want to you have a studio or have a session in the studio here in Baton Rouge? If you're in the area, we can do it live and in person, or we can do it over Zoom. And afterward, what I've, what I've done before is um, if, if it's some kind of profound experience that you have, as many of my clients have had in the past, Maybe you can come on the show. We'll talk about it. Like, let's get it out there. Let's have a fucking good time with this. Uh, if you want to keep it to yourself, it is, I mean, it's all yours. It's up yours to, you. to share. Up yours to, you. to share. As you know, or as you know, I do not, like, I keep it all confidential, dude. For sure. Unless, you know, you say, hey, talk about it and see what's up. Okay. So anyway, Nick, eventually I'm going to hypnotize your ass, dude. We're going to make that happen. Yeah, I, uh, I was actually wanting to come. If we were going to do it, I would want to come over there and do it in person. If that would be all right. Absolutely, dude. There's been there's been uh, some cult members or some listeners of the show. They've reached out and they said, look, I'm from the Houston area and I would rather do it in person. Would it be okay if I drove there? I'm like, yeah, definitely. You're always welcome to come and and do it in person. There's actually another another couple or another person that uh, might be coming down here from Maine. Really? Isn't that wild? So shout For out a to session? our shout out to our maniacs. Oh my god. <laughs> I wonder if they've ever gotten tired of that joke. I wonder if that's something that's <laughs> like the University yeah, of Maine calls themselves the maniacs. Ah, <laughs> hadn't heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, no, I've never I've never had it done. And uh like I would de- if I were to, it would definitely uh, be you t- popping my cherry for sure. <laughs> but all the stuff that I'm having happen to me right now, it's like fuck. Like, what more do I need as far as information about what's going on in my life? Right, right. Yeah. And um, so, for anybody that hasn't heard you on any prior podcast, um, give a little rundown of exactly why you're here, the stories that you share. What do you do? Um, well, uh, I guess it all started. One night in Arizona, um, I just decided I was going to explore consciousness. And, you know, I started doing those like hemi-sync tapes. And um, I did a little bit of mushrooms, basically, with the intention, uh, which is important, I think, of uh, just wanting to know more. You know, I wanted to just understand what we're doing here, you know, what this reality is. And then I basically, you know, got woke up. And I heard these voices in my head saying, you figured it out. You figured out how to see. And uh, we'll, we'll tell you how it all works, basically. And they told me that they were light beings. They go by the name of Elohim. Um, and told me a bunch of stuff that I, w- that I went over with you guys on the you know last few episodes. Um, but after the last one... Um, we I asked them where they were from, and they were say they said they were from the Pleiades, right? And there's a you know Pleiades connection to the Elohim as well. Um, basically, after all this stuff happened, you know, I just started researching and just trying to figure out what the heck's going on. Um, so after the last episode, about a week later, I went to a uh, a sensory deprivation tank finally, Let's and go. Uh, in Nashville. And I was like, I was like, man, I, I gotta know what the fuck's going on. I need to know the full story. Right. (laughs) And I was like, I'm going deep. And I, I, and basically what I found out was, um, I, 
I took some more mushrooms, got in the tank, and it was like as if I was like right there talking with them, right? And I asked them, I said, uh, I asked them what their relationship was specifically to me. And they said that they were my guides, right? And and then everything clicked. And I was like, okay, well, if y'all are my guides, then that means that y'all been with me my entire life, right? And y'all know everything about me, why I'm even here at this tank right now. And And I was like, which is I'm I'm literally sitting there like it was almost embarrassing because I was like y'all know all my dirty secrets and you know embarrassing shit and I'm sitting here laying naked in this float tank and y'all know everything about me and uh, and they were like yeah we know why you're here and but it was like the most funny and humorous thing like I was talking to like my best friend or a brother and and I asked him have I pretty much got it figured out like what's going on because i've been researching i basically read all of dolores cannon's books i researched into star seeds and um you know just general knowledge of figuring out you know what we're doing here and on earth and reality and everything like that and they're like yeah you pretty much got it figured out now wow that is a profound take to have said that you have it all figured out um dude first of all it it's insane like just the the notion that you decided to take mushrooms in a fucking deprivation tank yeah that is absurd i was gonna ask you how long were you in the tank like real time an hour one hour oh my hold on wait wait, wait, wait. you took the mushrooms and then got in the tank or you took like how long ago because you know it takes time to like hit your system i took them about two hours an hour in 45 minutes before I got there. Okay, so, so you were like mid rolling here. <laughs> okay, all right, making sure that all proper uh, with you now, with you now. So you were but having an it, entire experience completely cut off from the outside world. Yeah, it's the same temperature as your body. I mean, literally, you're only your consciousness, you're only your mind. And it was as if I was having a conversation with them like we are right now. And Wow. Whoa. And for those that don't know what a deprivation tank is, it's, it's essentially you're going into like this dark tank and you can't see anything. You can't even see the hand in front of your face. They keep the water at your exact body temperature and how they do that. And they keep you floating too, right? Um, because of all of like the mass amounts of salt that go into this water. Yeah. And uh, it's said to be like a profound, like kind of spiritual, relaxing, meditative experience because you are completely almost even unaware of your body. It's just you, yourself and you like yeah. that's it. If you see it in yeah, a movie, as a matter mind. of fact, uh, Daredevil with your boy Ben Affleck, if I'm not mistaken, right? Affleck, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, slept in a deprivation tank. Now, yes, that wasn't like a true-to-form one for the sense of meditative purposes. That was for a movie. But that was actually a very, I think, a real-world depiction that people might be able to you know, wrap their mind around. I think you have maxed out the capabilities of everything that mushroom can do by going into a deprivation tank. Although, if you With listen... With though. Yes, that's what I was about to bring up. So if you listen to our, our most recent podcast, by the time this goes out... That one's going to go out first with yeah. Bobby or um, the not shaman Bob. Yeah, dude. Um, he's uh, uh, this gentleman from the Netherlands. and uh, Solid Dutchman. 
he has gone on so many trips and he had so many stories, not only his stories, but his, his brother's or brother-in-law's stories. And he says the absolute best way to be able to like, almost like to be able to take these mushrooms at a concentrated form. He said like a rocket ship. Yes. Instantly. It's almost like a, like a MD, not MDMA. Um, What's the other DMT. one? That, like a DMT trip almost. Yeah. And what he does is he soaks these mushrooms in lemon juice. Right? Mm, and then he, tech. What is it called? Lemon tech. Lemon tech. Yes, okay, so that's you've heard of called. it. Okay. And he said, dude, it's the most crazy experience. It's like it's like borderline LSD. I mean, uh, yeah. And um I don't so, think he would have liked to have done that in the isolation tank though. That might be a bit much. I don't know. What do you think, Nick? I mean, would you First of all, how many grams of mushrooms did you take going into this tank, dude? Was it like, were you going for a super Eight. trip? Eight grams. Holy shit. That's more than a quarter. That's uh, that's pretty heavy. Well, I mean, yeah. Quarters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, could you imagine if he was doing what our boy Bob was talking, 15 grams at a time, and then going into an ice? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Um, some people would just have. Oh my god! Some people can handle that, dude. Some people are fully capable. Yeah, of that. I mean, I'm total psychonaut, so like, no, that's not crazy for me. I mean, I've been for years. I've been, you know, partying with that kind of stuff, but I never like done it with the intention of like knowing more until all this started. I was like, and that's when the door opened, really. Right, right. And so you're saying that in that experience with the deprivation tank and the mushrooms, it was almost as if you were talking like how you're talking to us, like face to face. You can hear my voice. I can hear your voice. You're saying it was that like 3D. It was that clear. And and basically they were like, yeah, you pretty much not like I have everything figured out, but like I understood what was going on. Like they were my guides and just based on everything that I learned, they're like, yeah, you, you, you know, what's going on now. And they said, yes, you're doing a great job. You're smart. That's why you are there. Trust yourself. And then they said, we can't wait for you to remember. And it was like the most hilarious funny thing that I've ever experienced in my life. And it was like, we were laughing our asses off. Because they told me that they can't wait for me to remember because basically I understood enough to understand that I don't remember anything and that they do and that I will later. And 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 it's like almost embarrassing and funny because we probably know each other. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I could see that. Think of a, like an amnesia patient who finally wraps their head around the fact of like, okay... I'm not crazy. This is real life. <laughs> These are my people. I don't know them yeah. right now, but the doctor says in like six months, it might just come on like a light one day. And like, this is going to be super funny later, but like, I know that I'm safe. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Like, um, so, like Harry Osborne, um, from Spider-Man, you know, okay. he had that amnesia and he was like, he couldn't remember that Spider-Man like killed his dad and took his mm. girl and all that other shit. Yeah. And yeah. then he fucking finally comes to the conclusion like, oh my God, that's really what happened. And so, yeah, anyway, I always relate everything back to Spider-Man because so, I'm a fucking dork. What if in reality they're laughing so hard because you're actually their king, bro? <laughs> no, it ain't nothing like that. <laughs> I, dude, how do you know? They're laughing so hard because like, dude, this is going to be so funny later. Come to find out, you're their warlord, dude. 
Well, generally, um, your guides are soul family, um, from what I understand, friends or family from higher realms, uh, and they, friends, family, lovers, whatever, and they sign up to help you through this earth incarnation. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Um, because I hear that, you know, just through um, a lot of Dolores Cannon and the people that kind of, you know, hang out in this spiritual section of, you know, reality, I guess, um, that that's basically all it is, is that you do have these spirit guides, but they're really all your family. But at the same time, a lot of the people, the most important people in your life, they play a role they have played a role in many of your previous lives as well so maybe like yeah. maybe like your best friend was like an enemy in a past life and and that's why you're here in this incarnation to be able to like get over that and get through that kind of shit is that why same frenemies thing. are a thing yeah yeah it's a and it's kind of like um maybe your wife in a past life is your mom in this life Ew. or your but it's it's not like i that, know what you obviously. mean i know what like, you mean and so, but there's always that familial connection yeah. and it's familiar, I'm you know, and, and it's always for an, for a reason because this whole thing, and even from your perspective, you can understand as well. It's all for a lesson. Like it, we're all here to learn certain lessons and Nick, that's why I'm happy that you're bringing all this stuff up, dude, because you're in my mind, you're just confirming what I've always believed. Would you say familiar or like family specifically or possibly like tribal, like of the same clan, kinship of some type, but not necessarily like direct lineage or what? Just throwing it out. Uh, I haven't asked them yet, um, but my main guide, I, I did ask him for his name finally, and he told me that his name is Elohan. I love so it. So I... Yeah, Elo Elo Han. So, and I was, it was kind of weird because I was like, I've never heard. I'm like, I'm gonna ask him for his name. I don't know how I'm gonna say it. And it like, whenever, I, it's not channeling, and it's it's more it's telepathic. That's one thing I would like to, um, I guess, make a point. Channeling is like whenever you're like allowing something to come in and speak through you, or you're like reaching out, trying to find something specifically. Right. Um, and there's a difference between channeling. And then for me, every time now that I understand what's going on, that whoever I've been talking to this entire time have been my guides the entire time. Right. I just never asked, who are you exactly specifically to me? And they now say, we're your guides. And, you know, anything that I ask them, they'll tell me. But it's I have to ask the question, you know. Right. Um, but. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders from ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Go ahead. No, I was going to bring up, um, sure, I mean, I know that you've listened to the episodes that we've had Christy on, um, and she's somebody yeah. who is a lot like you in the way of being able to communicate I with love her. 
certain spirits or spirit guides. And yeah, she's amazing, dude. Fucking love her. Um, yeah. and shout out to Christy for letting us, uh, you know, house our studio in her metaphysical shop. Best landlord ever. Best, best. And I'm going to be teaching her how to set up her own podcast here soon. We, I, we, we were actually talking oh, yeah. about it a little bit earlier and I was like, yes, I will help you. You fucking let me know and I will be there because I can't wait to listen to that podcast. Like, no shit. Bro. It's going to be out there and exactly where I belong. <laughs> you know, um, but anyway, what I was wanting to bring up and I wish that I could get, you know what? Eventually we'll have both of you on at the same time. Oh, um, that'd be sick. That would be a fascinating show because I brought up about how you're kind of communicating with these Pleiadians or the Elohim and stuff like that. <clears throat> and she's brought up, she goes, is it possible that he's being duped? And I was like, no, I don't, I don't think that that's what's going on. Well, and she goes, well, the reason is, is that there are entities and there are, you know, alien species or whatever, um, that, 100%. that will actually dupe you and they'll be nice to you. They'll be your friend. They'll tell you everything you're learning is exactly what you should be learning, yada, yada. And they're really kind of just trying to get themselves in your good graces in a way. And I was like, no, yeah, I don't, that's a hundred percent legit. Right. Right. But I, from everything that you've talked to us about, I don't think that that's what's happening because they're not like, you know, uh, making you do anything that you don't want to do. It's always a pleasant and like even like comedic, um, you know, experience you have every time. So, yeah. So, I mean, have you ever thought um, like what are their intentions? Like, does that ever cross your mind? Well, um, I've another reason why I know it's nothing like that is because we'll get to it a little bit later, but I actually remembered things like they were my memories and like that, that validated and like verified things for me. And, um, I, I just remembered out of nowhere, like that I had a job to do like a sense of duty and but like it was but it came from me if that makes sense like it was as if i remember where my keys were you know and i was like oh yeah and it, it was just like something that they allowed me to remember to drive the point home if that makes sense oh that's great dude yeah i mean i and i figured that that's what's going on um because ha, have you ever kind of um like my the thing that i'm fascinated by most is maybe if you could ask them if they could prove to you that they have been there your whole life. For example, um, were they around you whenever you were, I don't know, five years old and you were learning how to ride a bike and whenever you fell off, were they there to like, you know, help guide you through that and make sure that that, you know, that fall wasn't as terrible as it could have been kind of thing. Like I wonder, because I'm very curious about my childhood. I know that I've, I've played football for a lot of years and I forget a lot of my childhood. Um, so that would be the most fascinating is like proving it in that way. You know what I mean? Oh, I could even see it be like a, a, a wreck that you almost had. Or like when you, you were a kid and the ball went out in the road and you would have died. Like by all measure, you should have died. Right. Something yanked you out something stopped it like somehow you caught your balance at the very last second and like what the hell was that that moment be like okay i want to know where were you what was the hand what was the deal what you know yeah right like the opposite of what happened in pet cemetery 
<laughs> you remember that movie. <laughs> so I don't even really need that because I don't know. It's like they know me more than I know myself. And the feeling of knowing, like at the point where I'm at now, I don't even need them to prove it with me because it is so familiar to me. Does that make sense? It's all, it feels like I'm talking to my mother, like, or my best friend. Like, I know, I know who those people are, right? And you couldn't convince me that my mother is not my mother because I know, right? I don't believe that that's my mom. I know it. And like, that's how it's got to the point with them now. And from what I understand, everybody, everyone has guides. You have them, uh, Jacob has them, and you have one lead guide who is with you your entire life. And you can have up to four total. Um, and some can come in and come out during like different phases of your life that help you with with uh, with certain things. And they blend guidance with your own thoughts already anyway, like those, you know, intuitive feelings, you know, put your seatbelt on or, you know, the. It sounds like your own thoughts whenever you're talking to them anyway, and there's always guidance being given and some, you know, it's just a matter of being able to discern the difference between the two is when you really open up the door, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And you know what? I I've been wanting to bring this up on a show, but I keep on forgetting. Um, I actually had a pretty profound experience like, uh, I don't know, a week, week and a half ago. Um, and what happened is, is that I came into the shop over here at Christie's shop. She has a bunch of people that, that work here in this shop and they do, you know, all your different kinds of sessions, you know, like soul healing and sound bowl healing and Reiki and tarot readings and, and, and all that, like, like fun jazz. Right. Um, well I came early for a show one day and, um, this lady that works here, um, she came up to me and she goes like, I was talking to Christy and she like interrupted and I was like, okay. And, <laughs> and she was like, are you aware that like, there's like, um, there's a figure standing next to you. And I was like, like, I didn't even, I wasn't even talking to this woman. And she just like interrupted mid conversation of me and Christy. And I was like, I'm here for it. Like interrupt all you want. If you're talking about that shit. Oh my God. And, um, and she was like, she was like, yeah, it's kind of given off like this greenish hue almost, almost like it was like, uh, you know, some people like they're able to see like, uh, the colors around you. Right. Is that like green with envy? Well, I don't know. Um, well, what what she was saying is, is she goes, well, there's somebody around you if you'd like me to be able to um, to conversate with them. And I was like, yeah, all day. All day. And, um, and, sh and she was like, all right. And um, she was like, I'm getting a military vibe. And I was like, okay, you know, a lot of people in my family have been in the military. And she goes, um, she goes, yeah, I think he's a Marine. And as soon as the words came out of her mouth, like she got like this jolt of lightning that hit her body. And, and it was like, whoever it was was saying, no, definitely not Marine. Don't fucking mistake me for that. Right. And you know, as a lot of people in the military would do. And, uh, turns out like she was like unsure if it was army or air force, I guess she's kind of new to being able to channel this kind of thing. Um, and I got this message and she goes, 
I think it's like a, a great grandfather was he was in the he was in the military and she was trying to describe some of the characteristics of him. And I was like, okay, I know exactly who you're talking about then. Like it's um my my great grandfather Jack. And uh he and his wife just passed away, I don't know, five or six years ago. Yeah. And um you Your know they great grandfather passed away five or six years ago. Yep. Wow, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. They lived a long time, dude. That's they legit. lived into their eighties for sure. Um, I don't know exactly 80 what, but, I'm with you, yeah. um, but anyway, so what happened was, is that the message was coming through and basically, you know, there's a couple of odds and ends that, you know, she was given as far as details that I'm not going to, you know, say, cause they're a little personal, but, um, the message was clearly like, look, if you ever need help, know that we are here um, to, to be able to help you. So like, if you're ever stuck in a situation, just, just ask us, like literally just ask for our help. And I was like, okay, so are these like angels or guides or, you know, who, like, what are they like in the form that they're in right now? She goes, well, yeah, they're basically just your guides. They're, they're below angel dumb or whatever that is, right, but, right. um, basically just your guides. They're here to help you like in your day-to-day life. And, um, you know, I took that to heart because I was just like, okay, I didn't even ask for this message. Right. I didn't pay anybody to like to receive this kind of thing. And I, I kind of felt like it was divine timing in the way of, you know, the, the time period that it was presented to me. I'm with you. So why it this, like that. why this, you know, why it was insane is because I shit you not dude, like a day or two after I got that message, I'm not going to go into details as to what happened, but a day or two after I got that message, one of the scariest things ever happened to me. And I shit you not, I was shooketh. Like wow. shook. I was so scared because some if something was to happen, then my life would come crumbling down. I'm with you. Okay. And um and I just remember thinking like, okay, well, I mean, I she said that I have these guides. They said to to reach out if I ever need them for any kind of help. I'm in a jam. Like, I, I'm desperate at this point. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm reaching out. Like, if it's real, if it's not, I'm testing that fucking theory right now. For sure. And um, so I was like, look, you know, Pap, I called him Pap Jack. Yeah. I was like, Pap Jack, and then, you know, my my grandma, Mary Lois, is her name. Um, and I was like, look, I'm, I'm in a... F- I'm in a super pickle right now and I could really use your help. I could really use like it. You, you told me that, you know, if I, if I needed help that I should ask for it and and I'm here and that's what I'm doing. And, you know, also like, thanks for looking, you know, thanks for looking out for me. Thanks for being there. And I appreciate your guidance and that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. And, um, dude, I shit you not. It went away the next day. That's legit. Like I had no, like even remnants of worry because of the message that I received as soon as I was like praying, so to say, to them, okay? What they said was, and this is, this is like astounding, this information, because it's so, it's so like obvious that I can't believe that I couldn't figure it out before. This has got to be so fucking profound and so simple. Oh, it, it's exactly. Like you couldn't have said it any better. It's so simple that it's almost too simple to make sense, Okay. So what they said was, and I, dude, I'm like, I love how convoluted it's going to be. I get like fucking goosebumps even thinking about it because it was so like to the heart, bro. And so what happened was, and they said, look, if you, we're going to help you get rid of this, but we need you to know that we need your help. If, if we're going to help you, they said, 
if you want this thing to basically extinguish itself, what you need to do is, is get out of that mindset of fear. Get out of that mindset of fear and interject like a fucking turkey. Inject like a feeling of comfort and love. And so replace that fear of whatever you, you fear is happening. And instead of being scared, like fill it with like love and comfort, right? So basically they're saying we can help you, but we need you to get to a higher vibrational platform. Otherwise, it's not going to even get to where it needs to go. Yes. And I was like, I was like, oh my God, that is absolutely astounding. And it made me think like, why haven't I known that my whole life? Why haven't I known to like, instead of being scared, because we know that there is a, how long ago did you get this message? Because you did this to me on a specific night. Really? Was it before? Did you get that message from them before that night, before we built this place? Oh, uh, no, it was after that. How interesting, because that's literally what you told me the entire night. I don't even remember that. You don't. Wait, what was I saying? You don't remember me, like, stressing the fuck out. Uh Uh-huh. And you were basically like, I mean, look, it's over, and, like, stressing about it's not going to help you. Like, right. if anything, it's just going to make it worse. Yeah. And if you would just chill out about it, you're going to see it's, like, not that big of a deal. So, like, calm down. You had to, like, reassure me of literally this message in a Jonathan way to me for, like, a few hours before I actually calmed down. Right, right. Right? It sounds like your inner self, your subconscious <clears throat> mind, already knew this. Dude, but it's like... Sounds like your conscious mind just needed to catch up. The higher self was tapping in, bro. That's really what it was. That's my point. Your higher self is already emitting through you when you're unaware of it, bro. Right. And that's what I'm saying is that, you know, and and the way I look at it is, is that my guides didn't teach me something new. They just reminded me what I forgot. And because you got to, if you think about it, yeah, dude. if you think about it, like whenever you're in that real pickle, mm. the last thing on your mind is like peace and love. Yeah, no, when I'm in a pickle, my first response is always torch everything. Right, right. Like, and it's like, know, I revert to violence when backed into a corner. That's exactly. just, the marina me. I'm sorry. Call it what it is. Dude, it's the reason I don't go to haunted houses because I don't get scared and say, oh, that was fun. I get scared and I want to fucking throw down. Oh, no, I actually do like haunted houses. It's very rare that I like a jump scare actually gets me off guard. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But when it does... Like legitimately, like oh shit, yo! I I have to give him a round of applause. That that's that's pretty good. That adrenaline it's, jump out of that, yeah. right? Yeah, it's fun. But but that's the message that I really wanted to give to the cult members. I've been meaning to do that. Yeah. But it was something like it was so profound, and I just want you to know that the next time you're in a pickle or something happens and you're super scared of what the implications may be, just remember to replace that feeling of fear that you have with comfort and love. That's the best thing I can tell you. Anyway, Nick, what do you think about that, my dude? Well, I don't know if you remember, but I texted you um, a while back uh, whenever you gave me your address, which I have a a studio warming gift for y'all on the way, actually. Um, I'm sending it in the morning. Let's go. I responded to that that text with, uh, I know you're about to have a breakthrough if you decide you're going to walk the path. I know we're both on a similar mission. Do you remember me texting you that? I do. And I feel like whenever you finally decided to ask, you now have had this moment, you know? Yes. Yes, dude. I And that's so crazy, too, because 
Dude, me and Nick, bro, we are fucking connected, bro. And I don't know what that is. Oh, y'all are cut from the same cloth. That's we, for sure. 100%. I know that for a fact. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if you remember the first time we had him on, he was like, yo, I have information about the Elohim. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the first guy that's ever, like, had an experience with the Elohim. We have to get him on. Look, in Louisiana, we call it, that's your cousin. That's all that is. That's a cousin, dude. <laughs> Couldn't, not yep. cousin. It's As just a cousin. And you bought the and you bought the Pleiades star cluster when you were a kid. Like, come on, dude. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, that was always the thing that, I, like, because and, and if, if if this is your first time listening to a show with Nick, then I'll reiterate what that you know what he's what he's saying right there is that you know whenever you're whenever you're little, every at least whenever I was little, you know, all the kids in our neighborhood, like we had so many kids in our neighborhood that hung out literally every day like these were just kids that we went to school with basically our brothers and sisters or cousins right they, I mean, that's how close we were you see them every day for the majority of the day for the majority of your childhood yeah right and whether we were you know playing football or playing hockey or basketball or baseball or rollerblading or whatever it was we always did everything together everybody in this neighborhood 90s pretty kids big things dude rollerblading so that's some 90s kids shit fuck yeah dude and so well that's really what we did uh like some roller hockey out in the street oh heard that see i was about that brink life that yeah. was me oh yeah yeah <laughs> it just reminds me of like wayne's world yeah. game on game on <laughs> yeah and car's coming Game off. <laughs> it really sucks the hockey didn't take off down south until just recently. Because growing up, I was a huge hockey fan, and I was the weird kid because of it. Right. So, but anyway, what I was wanting to say is, is that you know we were always hanging out, and I remember at night we would always play like glow tag. And what, but how we played glow tag is, is that we would take the lightning bugs and we would smear the 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 glowing from their ass like on our face. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so you would glow in the dark, and it was really fun. And I remember that, you know, after we would be playing and we would get all tired out because we were literally running all over the neighborhood and we would just lay down the grass, dude, and we'd look up in the stars and they and we would all just say, pick your star. What's your star? Yeah. What's your star? And some people would say Sirius and some people would say it's Venus or some people would say it's whatever, right? Some people would some people would claim like the whole Little Dipper. Sure. And I'm like, okay, do that if you want. Yeah, that's not the point. But and And I remember the people, like the kids that were asking me, they were just like, what if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey, what's your star? And I was like, I always like felt a like a like a gravitational pull from this little cluster of stars, and I never knew why, and I didn't even know what it was. I just thought, oh, nobody's ever going to pick that out, so I'm going to make that one mine. Okay. And because if you look up into the sky and you see the Pleiades, they're pretty dim, like it's not super super bright. And I remember looking up and being like, I, that's me. See, and most people can't even see that if they live in a city or anywhere with like any light pollution. They're that dim. Right. We lived outskirts of Pittsburgh and yeah, Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. um, but I remember looking up and like that's my and and literally years, decades later after I did that, I found out that that was the Pleiades all along. Okay. And I was like, wow, that is insane because you hear a lot of these Pleiades um, stories or the star seeds or so, stuff like that. Real quick, not to detract, but I also am very uh 
I'm not as well versed in this realm as you gentlemen are. Uh, are the Pleiades or Pleiadians, whatever, is this the same as the Alpha Draconians or is this two totally different conversations? Two totally different. So Pleiadians are from the Pleiades and the Alpha Draconians are from, I would assume, the, the Draco star system. Alpha Centauri. But, I don't know about that, but I think they're Syrians, maybe. Okay, but. so, but these are the same type, now, well, pause. I'm not saying the same type of being, because I'm sure they are made of different types of matter and all of that, all of the jazz. I'm saying that these are types of sentient beings that exist on the same playing field, correct? Yes, yes. Well, I mean, it yeah, might, yeah, be, yeah. might be like different densities or whatnot, well, but yeah. I guess my question, and I don't, I'm going to try to say this without trying to sound insulting. And if I do, gents, I apologize. I'm trying to put it to my monkey brain here, okay? I'm basically asking, is is this like Star Wars and Star Trek comparison? Or is this, no, 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 we're still all in the same universe here. It's like if if somebody was to say like, all right, is is this um, DC and Marvel, or is like no, no, we're still in the same, we're still in the same multiverse of this side. Like it's all in the same here. The best way I can help you understand that would be is like, all right, is Jesus a fictional character or a real character? See, no, no, no. I'm trying to find a comparison. I'm not saying what y'all are talking about is fake. No, 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 no. But I know what you're trying to say, and that's that's, I, and I don't mean that in a bad, in like a demeaning way at all. I'm just saying that like, in the way that Jesus is real, wherever mm -hmm. he is. Like his spiritual body, wherever that is. Okay. Maybe the same realm. Maybe. I don't know. I can't I can't verify that. More than likely. Okay. Right. So these probably the exact same. So would you honest. you would say these two are different types of like these are different clans, different breeds, different races of other being, correct? Um, well, Races of higher being. Okay. So I can give you this. It is actually said within the Bible. And while, while you guys are talking, I'm actually going to look that up, but it's, there's Bible verses of talking about like, um, don't forget about the Pleiades about how sweet mm -hmm. and nice or something they are. That was and the seven sisters and the seven stars and the seven candlesticks are all ref referring to the, the Pleiades. Right. And the son of man is referred to as having white hair holding a symbol of the seven stars, which the Pleiades is the seven stars. The seven sisters is what it's called. And it's a seven star system. Whoa. I, I didn't, didn't hear that, that it'd be seven stars. I thought it was seven headed beasts and 10 horns. But the other thing I thought it wasn't, um, it wasn't seven stars. We, it was the star of ball. When we get, when we get to, as soon as I finish reading the messages, I have all of the biblical verses with all of the connections to the Pleiades, the sons of man, every single thing for you. Oh, Jacob. good. And I think you're going to enjoy it. Okay. I was just getting ready to look it up, but if you got it, go for it. Yeah. All right. Well, um, let's, let's get into I that. Actually then. Want, I want to say one thing before we get going. Um, they told my guides told me I asked them how um, I could help other people connect with their guides. I think uh, it's important probably that I should share that after your story, um, just in case uh, it may help some other people maybe get out of a pinch or find some guidance. Sure. Um, Make yourself available in that way. Yeah. Yeah. 
they said, set your intention, surround yourself with white light, um, you know, metaphorically, and uh, reach out, also give permission, so to speak, because they can't interfere without permission or, or asking, and they will know and they will answer. Um, it will seem like your own thoughts at first. It's silent to open communication. Ask uh, a simple question. Wait for the answer. And once you get the answer and you recognize that that is them answering, it will basically open the door, like, moving forward. And for me, I was, whenever I realized it, I was looking, I understood that, like, they said you and we and us, which, and when I'm thinking to myself in my, you know, my own head, like I don't address myself as you or, or say we, when I'm thinking to myself, if, if they're saying, so I was like, what, why would I say we? And I was like, well, I wouldn't say that. That must mean that it's coming from somewhere else. And um, so once you discern that, then it's off to the races. Couldn't agree more. So Couldn't agree ask. more. Yeah, it is because there will come a point in time and probably many points in time where you're questioning, is this me or is it something else? Like, and Trust that's, yourself. and that's one of those things that, you know, with repetition, it, it becomes more clear. And that's why we love having you on because you, how often would you say you have one of these, you know, interactions? Um, well, Anytime I want to, <laughs> if I, for one, um, anytime that I want now at this point, uh, it's, you know, I'll just close my eyes and, you know, just think, uh, set my intention to talk to my guides now and immediately, you know, I just put my headphones in and uh, hit record on my voice memos and I just say my questions out loud and then I repeat their answers out loud. So it's not like them channeling through me. I just, I say it. Because I wouldn't have to do it, um, you know, out loud because I could do it in my head if I wanted to. But, like, for the sake of recording it all, I just do it on a voice memo so I can make sure that, you know, I don't have to worry about remembering exactly what they said. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's brilliant. So, um, yeah, that's that's how it works for me. Um, and every single time I've reached out, I have talked to them every single time. And I've done it also without taking any mushrooms or anything like at, at this point too. Um, and like, what's pretty cool now is that I'll be like reading, researching on Telegram and whatnot. And I was like, hmm, I wonder if that's true. And then I'll, you know, get like the ringing or the, my hair will stand up or sometimes I'll even like in my head, like, yes, you're on the right track. Boom. It's like, now that I know it's like I can get easy confirmations on things as, but I'm aware of it now, if that makes sense. Oh, for sure, dude. Jacob. Yo. Would you be open to testing this one day? Testing what in particular? We've, y'all have been going over a lot here. Possibly, we've been, we've been talking about a grand span. What particular juncture are you talking about? Possibly opening yourself up to receive message from your guides. Uh, I always am, dude. <laughs> okay. Well, what do you mean? I'm, I'm like specifically, I, what do you mean? Specifically, I am always open and willing to receive everything from, from the uh, good side of things. I believe that would be God. 
Um, I know that y'all call these other things by different names. Mad respect, mad love. I have a differing opinion on what things are. However, yes, I am always open to receiving new messages, information, help in any way that it can be given uh, for sure. Have you ever during... You know that, as a matter of fact, I have had multiple angelic interventions in oh, my sure. life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> Listen, man, I am always open for an intervention of some type, uh, 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 anything from from that situation, for sure. Right, right. And actually, if you want to listen to that message, you yeah. want to be able to hear Jacob's If you want to hear the story of me and the uh, demonic entity that was uh, surrounding me from the time I was a child up until a couple years back when I finally got rid of all of that, uh, yeah, come check us out on Patreon. That's the only place currently where the story is at. And Rockfin. And Rockfin. Um, but actually, pretty soon, I'm thinking about putting that into podcast form. We said that we were yeah. going to do it after a few months. I think it's been at least two months. We're going to do it. We just have to figure out how to transfer it. Right, right. That's my issue, is that it's, I accidentally... There's, see, a, there's a technical issue. It will get corrected. We just have to figure out to what way we need to do it. I've That's thought all. about it. I think I'm going to try a couple of different things. See um, which one works best. Yeah. See what works best. Yeah, I need to find like a new converter that doesn't only convert YouTube videos. Yeah, that, can, that would convert all videos. Anyway, yeah, not to bore behind you the with the logistics. But, but anyway, uh, but yeah, yeah, no, you know I'm always willing to openly receive information. I ha I believe, first off, you understand that I talk to God daily. Sure. Like, actually, physically out of my mouth, and I hear God speak back to me. Like, yeah, this happens daily, multiple times a day. What's an example? What's an example? Yeah. Um, literally, as I'm not I'm, questioning you. I just no, want to no, no. know. Oh, I know you're not questioning me, dude. Uh, literally, as I'm driving, <laughs> I may be having a conversation with God. I might be thanking him for whatever is going on in my life. I might be, especially if I am in a time of despair or a time of depression or something's going wrong, which <laughs> you know how the last two months of my life have been. It's been a little chaotic. Mm. So even when I'm in my lowest of lows, I always make sure to stop and verbally out loud say, hallelujah, praise be to God. Like, I'm not even worried about this. I know you got me. I know it sucks right now, but this too shall pass. And we're going to push on and like, yeah, have these conversations for sure. God comes and speaks in many ways, man. Sure, sure. But I'm referring to like more so what is coming out of his mouth to you. Oh, um, honestly, depends. Sometimes nothing. Sometimes uh, directly he's telling me I need to be calm. I, you know what I'm saying? He's never, he's never steered me wrong. I'll put it like that. I'm basically, I'm asking if it's Has he like, ever said he is God? Has the words "I am God" ever come out of his mouth? I don't. I don't. Yeah, like, I don't. How like, you know who you're talking to? Because this is, it's an unmistakable thing. Because when you get a message from the other side, as you gentlemen know, there is no mistaking that I'm it saying, came from the it other be side. Your guys right? is what I'm saying. Could they be telling you what those things as well? Is all I'm getting at. No, because I have actually had at least one or two conversations with my angel, which I guess would be the equivalent of what y'all would call your guides. Um, I think. That and angel's again, got a angel's got a great name, by the way. Yeah, it does, you dick. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, this fucking guy. But uh so anyway, my point being that uh if that angel was to come and speak to me, I know that voice. Like I know that it's not that. I know yeah, source from this. Sure. So I'm not saying that both don't exist. I'm saying that there is a distinguishable difference. 
also in the voice of the no demon doubt. itself. Distinguishable difference. When I tell you there's power in words, we talk about how energy cannot be created or destroyed, do we not? Only transferred. Except I don't, in one regard, I disagree. And I, I know it's open to conjecture, and I would love to have an actual conversation with like a physicist on some shit about this. Mm. But I believe that speaking, making sound, verbal things. Oh, you're going to love this later. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I believe this. When you put something out into the ether, you are creating something. And yes, the sound waves will reverberate and they will finally die off. Yes. And what you said will finally dissipate into nothing. However, what you said, you cannot unsay. There sure. is no undoing it. There is no fixing it. That Once certain things are out there, they're just out there. Almost like I forgive, but I won't forget kind of deal. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so, so to speak. Isn't it abracadabra? Like I speak into existence yes. or whatever? Yes. Yes. And that being said, once you put it out there, you are creating something that then cannot be destroyed. I believe that's also why the Bible makes mention that the tongue holds the power of life and death, and it is sharper than any two-edged sword. So that's the so, little tidbit on that side. But yeah, anyway. My guides told me that our voices are divine. For sure. Okay. And they I'm just going to skip ahead to this part because it's relevant to what you're talking about. Yeah. But they said... I said, can you tell me more about our voices being divine? They said, yes. As you know, everything is frequency and vibration. And if everything is frequency and vibration, the main power that you have and utilize on a daily basis is your voice. Um, using it or not using it all have consequence. Uh, even though you are not consciously aware of all the consequences of the things that you speak, your subconscious knows and records all information and is able to decipher all manifestations of intentions with vibrations and how they affect your lives along the perspective of time that you have and how it unfolds. All of that you will know after the shift, but being aware of the power your voice holds and the respect it must have. If you knew, you would be much more careful with the words you choose to speak because they have weight and they affect others in ways you are unaware of choose your words wisely always for they affect not only you, but those around you. I that, couldn't agree more. Yes, dude. I'm about to give you a fucking story, like a little quick story. Let's go. Um, so I think we all know that at least at the subconscious level, um, it's like an understood. It's like, it doesn't need to be taught. It's understood at the subconscious level. And I'll give you an example. So, um, Back in the day, it was like, I don't know, uh, I was like uh, maybe 22, 23 years old, you know, just being a little fucking idiot, as most people in their 20s, younger 20s are. Yeah. Um, uh, so what happened was is that me and my brother, we were living in this apartment together, and we were both struggling to be able to come up with the rent money. And so what we thought of a great idea, we said, you know what, let's get all of our friends together, and we're going to have a... Um, on the on the Xbox, we're gonna have an NBA 2K tournament. Yeah, dude. okay. So we literally get I don't know. It's like 10, 12, 14 people that are literally in on this tournament, and everybody put up like it's like twenty five, fifty bucks, something like that, right. to be able to enter, and then winner take all. Well, it was amazing, dude, um, because not only did me and my brother run the table, meaning. 
like we we made a bracket and we ended up would have faced each other in the championship. Yeah. But, but we weren't going to face each other anyway because it's like that's our money and that's going towards rent. So there's yeah. no need to have the championship game. Call so it, it was it was a blessing in that way. But that's not the that's not the moral of the story. <clears throat> the moral of the story is is that you know how people are whenever they're playing like um whenever they're playing video games. Like you get guys in a room and they're playing NBA 2K or they're playing Madden yeah, or whatever dude. the case may be. It could be Tekken or whatever. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Could be Call we, of Duty. We are Call of Duty. We're always talking shit. Oh, if you're not talking shit, then you're not even in the fucking game, dude. Yes, yes. And that's all fun and games. Until. Until there is money on the line. Oh, yeah. And you know, almost subconsciously, if I talk shit, I'm going to lose. I know I'm going to. Yeah. I need to just keep my mouth shut. And we all like simultaneously started to learn that. Because in the beginning, everybody who was talking the most shit, it was like you were dropping like flies. You were dropping out in the first round. You weren't winning, right? But as the people went forward into the bracket, into the semifinals, and then to the 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 championship and all that shit. It was completely quiet, bro. And I'm not even talking yep. about just the people that are in the chair playing. I'm talking about everybody behind. Nobody saying a word. The energy shifted. Yes. Yep. And so it's almost like if you're if you're out there and you're talking shit, even if it's something as simple as playing a video game, you know that the words, the negative words yep. that are coming out of your mouth that are going to have some kind of implication one way or another, psychologically... It's going to have an effect, and subconsciously, people knew to refrain from doing it. Mm. And me and my brother, we didn't talk shit that entire time because whenever it gets serious in a game, we ain't talking shit, bro. It's full-on concentration. Yeah. And so, yeah, anyway, I don't know if that's exactly what you were saying, but that was like kind of what that made me think of. For sure. No, I mean, <laughs> and just like I, for me, I like – if you ever get in a fight with your, you know, significant other or whatever, you know, and you, you sometimes, you know, some words, you know, they, like you said, they cut, you know what I mean? And you can choose, you can choose not to say certain things. You always have the power, you know? Yeah. And knowing, and knowing that words do matter, you know, might make you speak and think differently, you know? See, only a person that's had an actual significant other that they have, like, decided to do life with and then have gotten into that fight, you learn very quickly that you cannot unsay some shit. Apologies mm -hmm. can be extended. Forgiveness can be granted. But those words came out of your fucking mouth. And that's, like, a thing that cannot be undone. And if you've ever been on the wrong end of that, you know very, yeah, thousand percent, bro. Cut steep, dude. So. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Nick, I'm sorry. I'm, I feel like I'm taking up all your message time here. Yeah, the dude. floor is yours, sir. Like literally everything cool. else that you want to say, it is entirely <laughs> No, I <yours>. love it. <laughs> um, so. God, the first half, the first hour of this has been tangents on tangents, man. <laughs> I know, but fuck it. I know. This is what happens when we hang with our boys, man. That's it. I know it. That's why I was like, man, we need a, more than an hour. <laughs> we do. We, we can roll deep, bro. Talk about. Um, <laughs> But uh, basically, after the float tank, uh, it became much more personal. You know, it was like I'm talking to them like we're talking now, right? I'm like, okay, I understand what's going on. You're my guides. We know each other. Thank you. You know, and you've been here for me the whole time kind of deal. Um, so I get home uh, from Nashville, and I asked them this time. Uh, I just said, what can I relay, right? And they said, we'd like you to know that you're loved. 
we don't mean to repeat ourselves, but love is all. And when you begin to understand all the inner workings of reality and where you come from and what you're capable of and begin to embody your true nature, you will find yourselves. We want you to grow within for yourselves. It is important for consciousness development. You must understand that a lot of what you experience in your lives is by choice. You, your higher selves, have chosen to have these experiences and learning from all of them on these levels without knowing who you are is how you're able to learn from an unbiased perspective and grow on an individual level. So the tribulations you have and the triggers you have with others and within yourselves are all designed to help you learn and overcome and adapt and develop. So even though all of you are not consciously aware of all the things going on in your lives, know that it is all part of the process for development, for ascension. We long for your completion and we miss you so. Wow. I couldn't agree more. Dude, you see what I'm saying? It's like these messages aren't just from like crackhead Eddie down the street. Like this is like <laughs> like profound. Do I look messages. like I talk like that? No. <laughs> no, man. But this is the same message that that I believe as well. I I can't find any faults with that. No doubt. Right. And and who's to say like I don't know, dude. I just think that all of these kind of messages, especially whenever you're in that meditative state, like the frequency that you're, uh, the aura. That's what I was looking mm. for earlier. The frequency of your your light being self is emitting something that can only receive messages that are on that level. So to say like right now I have, um, right now, like in my car, I have, uh, the Sirius satellite radio Yep. and I like listening to, um, uh, it's called like rock pop or pop rocks. That's what it's called. Uh, It's like pop and rock music. Anyway, I can only reach that channel. If I tune it, if I hit the button for Sirius XM and then I find that station, right? right? Like it's always there. Like my car radio has always has the capabilities of receiving that, that station and that message. Right. right? But it's like you go into my wife's car. She doesn't have Sirius XM. So her car can't receive that message. And it's like, so you're only going to be receiving messages whenever you're at that. You're only going to be receiving those kind of messages when you put yourself at that level. And that's why I don't think that a lot of people are having whenever people say, you know, oh, I meditated deep or I went on a deep mushroom uh, trip or I, you know, I I was in um, uh, one of those one of those tanks. It's like, yeah, you're only probably if you're if you're if your vibration that you're giving off, the frequency that you're giving off um, is good and high then that's the messages you're going to receive yeah. kind of deal, you know? And your guides are never going to give you anything that you can't handle, right? And that you're not asking for. Um, and because, as you know, Jonathan, free will is, as far as in the Elohim world, um, is above everything else, right? And to violate your free will would be, you know, by just coming in and talking to you and saying, Hey, you know, like not letting you live your life, but like, if you ask for help, then they'll give it to you. Right. But the, (laughs) the funniest, honestly, out of all of the things that I've learned from talking to my guides, um, right after they told me that last message that I just read to y'all, I started yawning like crazy, like, 
like involuntary yawning and like just they had mentioned it to me before one time on a plane ride and i was just like yawning and i was like man is that something to do with y'all and they're like yeah and um and i said i was like oh my god the yawning and they said yes yawns that's why they're contagious and no one knows why so basically what they told me is that because they can't interfere with with you um the yawn is like the free will loophole for them to like because whenever you yawn it feels good right like it feels like it has like an emotion that comes with it you know it's like it's a feel it's like a warm fuzzy feeling that you get whenever you yawn right and basically they can send yawns (laughs) and it's a way of interacting with you on a subtle level without it being an alarm without violating your free will at the same time. And it's them basically like giving you a hug or confirming something with you, but you think it's just an innocuous yawn. So it's like an Easter egg loophole in the world of guides that the yawn is. Dude, I just had to yawn because of Jesus. I know. Just saying it makes me want to. Yeah. As soon as you said it, I was like, let me try and hold this in. Right. Um, But it's crazy, dude, because I swear that whenever I first, so anything spiritual, I was never really involved in. Like, you know, I, I didn't really know much about it. I wasn't raised in anything like that. So whenever the first time that I decided, this is probably, I don't know, 2016, I think, was whenever I decided that I was going to start going to church and start, you know, understanding the spiritual side of things. Wasn't sure about, you know, that religious mindset, but I at least wanted to learn about it. And so I was going to church and, you know, they were like, you know, you got to make sure you pray, um, you know, as often as possible and and all that. Like they promote praying, obviously. And um, every single time, bro, I always thought that it was so strange that mid prayer, I would always yawn every single time. It was so crazy. And it got to a point to where it was like, I would start yawning as you're yawning. Uh, you said it again, <laughs> dude. I'm telling you, I am the worst at being contagious with them. There's that spiritual hug that he's talking about, but I can hold it in, but it hurts. But like literally every time it got to a point to where I was yawning every time that if I didn't yawn, I thought that I prayed wrong. Oh, wow. That's how, like, it was, like, every single time. So every time I prayed, I was, it was, like, confirmation that, like, I did it right and I was in contact with somebody. And I always, like, felt that. I never even said that to anybody, dude. So it's weird that you bring that up. And, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that, too, while you're praying, while you're very relaxed, right? When right. Before you go to bed, you're getting tired. You're getting more and more relaxed. Your body is starting to relax itself to tell you it's time to go to bed, right? Similar things happen. Now, I'm not saying you can't like be in the middle of the day. It's high noon. You're high functioning at work and you can't let out a yawn. Like, of course, whatever. But even as you do yeah. that, it's also relaxing in and of its own way. So I'm wondering mm-hmm. if that's also the thing. It's a way to, like you said, it's the spiritual hug, if you will. And you can only receive I'm, that you when you are relaxed. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Sure. But if you are, I want anybody to try this. If you're thinking about connecting with your guides or you're unsure, you know, like I don't, I don't want, you know, voices in my head or, you know, any, like if you're just thinking about it and you said, show me something, right. 
and you yawn, it is not a coincidence. Okay. That's mm. all I'm saying. Okay. The yawn, dude. Who would have thought? Yeah. It such... and but it, it, you it, know what? Before you go on, I, I want to say one more thing, and that is if you really think about it, what is the definition of the spirit? It's the breath, bro. Breath. Breath. Yes. Isn't that a strange coincidence? And yawning is an involuntary thing. Yeah. You yeah. have no control over when that happens. Right. That wow. comes with a feeling as well. Yes. Ah, uh, you might have stumbled across something there, Nick. That's an awesome message, dude. I think it's one of the most profound things they've ever told me. To be yes. Honest. Yawning is a hug from the spirit side. Okay. I love it. I ain't um, mad at that at all, bro. I hope it's. I hope that that's the way. I'm with you. So a little, a little sidetrack here. Um, your and I don't know if you can see it on your end, Nick, but like every five to ten seconds, your like screen flashes, and it almost yeah. looks like mm-hmm. a whole photo negative of like you and the layout of whatever room you're in, and it's super weird dude because we literally just got doing an episode on somebody else's show um shout out to the spiritual gangsters with uh new york patriot and Teresa. Yep. um and we presented a topic a topic that we've covered before the shroud of turin yeah and um dude it's talking about like you take the shroud and then you get the photo negative and you can really see like in more detail the 3d realistic shape of the outline of jesus yeah right it's wild, man. And it's like, I, whenever I go back and edit it, because it's it's flashing, it happens too quick, I can't mm-hmm. really tell, but I feel like there's like something around you, dude. I thought you were going to fuck with him <laughs> and be like, there's something behind you. Dude, it's right there. I, I thought you were going to go that route with it. You're actually being serious, because I see it too. Yeah, it yeah. Goes, it looks like he splits in two, because like, you can see both sides of the head headset when it happens. There's something going on with that. Huh. It's not your exact it's like energy. <laughs> yes, it's not your exact like figure. It's weird, dude. It's I'm like I try to catch it on my phone. Oh, damn it. It just oh, happened. Yeah, we'll catch it. We'll catch it. All right. That well, is fucking Keep awesome. talking. I'm just going to like wait for it. Uh <laughs> Um if you want to see this, come check us out over at Rockfin and Patreon. <laughs> you know, you got to promote it any way you can. So I've had some some crazy weird audio stuff too whenever i've been talking to my guides it'll like like start echoing and like it'll get all distorted like on the on the audio and i'm like i'm by myself with everything totally completely silent silent and like i go back and listen to the messages and it's like and it sounds like an echo almost like a i don't know like an ethereal sounding like thing and i'm like how is that coming through whenever i'm it's silent and i'm by myself in the house like dude i'm saying um i think that there's definitely something to be had with that so they have like um if you remember you know there used to be all the uh the analog tv like the analog uh cable tv sets and now everything's digital but there was a point in time where everything was coming in like via antenna or hold on here's the Here's the... It's just him split. Really? Yeah. So it just like... It does like a 90s or late 80s, early 90s like VCR blurp. Yeah, let's see if you can see that. Oh, (laughs) that's crazy. But it's super cool. So like for a crazy second, like it looked like there was two of something but like further back and it's like, yo, hold on. We talking about some wild shit already. Let You know. 
Yeah. It's not doing that on my end. All right, cool, cool. That's cool. weird. Um, but anyway, what I was getting at is that, you know, the the TVs used to all be analog. Yeah. Right? Like everything was analog. Everything was like all static if it was like a, a bad channel or not a channel that was picking up a station or whatever. And now we have everything, you know, everything's like streaming. So you're not ever yeah. going to experience that. And I know some people still have cable living in the fucking Stone Age. But um, I mean, unless you, you know, you like watching fake news and whatnot. But pretty much uh, Internet killed that. Wi-Fi killed that, you know. Right. But I think the reason that all that shit was happening is because you can... If I mean, I recall people saying that they could hear some kind of like message from a spirit or a ghost or something like that coming through the static on the other side of the TV whenever it was analog. And there's like so many accounts of that. You can yeah. go in and that's that's like there's so many accounts of it that we could literally do an episode on it. We should. We should. Yeah. We're gonna yeah. make a mental we're gonna put a big old pin in that one for later. Put a pin in that. And um and yeah, it's I don't know, dude. I just think that there's you know, we've kind of shifted into a time to where they don't want us to receive those kind of messages. Of course now, not. And maybe it's maybe it's a bad message. Maybe we're talking about what's that bitch that like came out of her TV and her hair was all down. What was oh, that the, uh, the ring. The ring. Yeah. So I don't want that to happen. But that actually, I'd be down because Scary Movie made that really funny. Oh, and yeah. like, okay, this chick just crawled out of the TV. Like, I'm not about to start hitting her with some shit. Are you kidding me? Like, I'm going to sit there and just let her crawl up on me. Bro, I am grabbing something heavy and bashing it. Yeah, you ain't about to fucking bend backwards and tarantula your ass over to me, dude. No way. <laughs> and then I'm going to record it and put it on the Patreon. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, Nick, what else you got, dude? I'm, I love these stories, dude. I love that fucking so, yawn one. Bro, yeah, the yawning. Um, and I told him that they were so funny because of that. And while while I was yawning, I was like literally cracking up, like laughing hysterically, like with them, like like we've been laughing together, right? And I'm just laying in my bed, just crying, literally crying tears, laughing with them, because I thought it's so funny that their little inside joke is the yawn, right? And um, whenever we're done, I'll I'll give everyone a, a link to um. I have a Telegram channel where I have all the actual audio recordings of it all, too. So oh, I have cool. the, the voice memos. So you can, in the audio, you can hear, like, the emotions that come through, too. Like, me laughing with them and then also, like, crying. When, like, whenever my guy told me his name and I said thank you, you know, for all you've done for me. Like, it was just so much love, like, unconditional love and bliss that I was getting. And I was just crying my eyes out like a baby. Whoa. And, you know, I mean, I'm not like that at all, you know, <laughs> and and, you know, it's vulnerable and emotional. But like also, you know, I put the audio out there because I think it's important for people to understand the authenticity of the experience, you know, and I'm just trying to share with everyone, you know, what's been happening for me, you know. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Okay. Yeah, I think um, it's nice to have the receipts. Yeah. You know, and that's something that I always tell people as far as like uh the, the past life regressions is that, look, if you want to, you know, kind of um, like zoom in and see what has happened to me as far as my past life, past life regressions, I uploaded literally three sections of the entire um, hypnotic session that I was put under. And I, I can't remember exactly. It was like episode 60 something episode 50 something it's way back bro like a couple years ago that i uploaded the whole reason that 
I even decided that there was more to reality. And that started me on the path that I went on was because I was listening to your past life progression stuff. And I was like, there's got to be something more. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to figure it out. And there I am. <laughs> that is so Whoa. legit, dude. I didn't know that. Did you ever tell me that? Yeah. No, I didn't. That oh, man. So cool. That is, that is awesome. And that's something, dude. It's that like. Are y'all each other's shaman? Sherpa. Sherpa. Okay. <laughs> yeah, dude. And so that's that's I really hope, I hope that we're both helping each other. Oh, we definitely are, dude. You're my spirit brother. Spirit brother from possibly the same mother. Possibly the same Sky Daddy. I think we can agree on that, right? Uh yeah. Po- I mean I... Sky Daddy, the Pleiades. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Source. Source. There we go. Speaking of Source <laughs> and Sky Daddies, um, so as far as these, you know, the Pleiades go, as far as the Elohim go, did they say, do they speak upon anything of God or source or sky daddyism? Uh, like, well, the last time we talked, they told one of the messages that they gave me. They said that we are all a part of source for one. Um, uh, I actually, I'll pull up. Let's see. I've got a deal on the Elohim here. So. Basically, it's source, and then the Elohim are the first beings in creation um, after source. Uh, they manifested their own identities, and they began, like, already pretty powerful, um, and they don't, like, progress from lower forms and ascend up. They already had this... I guess because they came directly from source. Um, they were the first beings in creation um, along with the divine feminine and the divine masculine. Those, those were the first two identities that came from source. And then the Elohim beings races um, were the first, the first beings of creation. And those include um, various star races the Pleiadians, Arturians, Syrians, Andromedans, the Orions, as well as Archangels, Angels, Light Beings, Elementals, and Fae. Oh, the Fae creatures. All of, they're all of Elohim. All of those are of Elohim being the first races in creation directly from Source. And the Elohim serves creation serves source and um this is all it's based from the pleiadian perspective um you know you can take what resonates or take what doesn't but um the elohim in the bible in hebrew is is plural okay it means gods it's plural and if we're made in the image Elohim said, let us make man in our image. And if you take our as for what it actually is, our, you know, multiple, um, and the primary genetics of the human form is Pleiadian and they look like us. Pleiadians look the most like humans, um, compared to any of the other Pleiadians uh, and Archangels have the most 
recognizable human form and uh the primary parents of humanity are the pleiadians and we are made in their image physically but we are made in the image of god source on a soul level because we are extensions of that so it is right in both ways does that make sense oh yeah dude um jacob as far as your angel experience was that an angel or an archangel or was there clarification Oh, there's definitely clarifications and, and levels to that. There's cerebrum, cherubim, arc. I, I don't know all the ranks off top hand, but I do know that there's definitely t- distinctions between types of angels as well as types of demons. Um, I don't also know offhand how many. They say there's seven archangels and seven arc demons, and this person says, no, that's bullshit. There's as many as God wants there to be, and oh, well, there's only this many because these are who's mentioned, and I'm not going to be the one to to claim to be a demonologist and angelologist here. What I am saying is that, yes, there's ranks. So there's an arc demon demons. I didn't, I've never heard that term before. Arc demon. You have to, you have to understand there's an opposite to it all. No, I get that. I just kind of figured it was like a, like a rank, like, like Mm -hmm. a general. Yeah. Or there's more than same thing. If you want to go that route with it. Sure. And these are the, you know, yeah. Whoa. And there's more than more than one. So you got some colonels, some generals, some privates. I don't know heaven's rank structure. I hope to know it one day. Um, you know, like all the way through, because I'm sure that humans have only been given so much. Like I'm sure there is way many distinctions between, and I'm sure there's all kinds of areas of gray, and there's this type of, of different unit and da 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 da. I have no idea um about all the ins and outs, but yeah, there is definitely distinctions for sure. Whoa. All right. Um, that is freaking awesome, dude. And they so, all look different. Like the cerebrum have like the uh, the four different heads on it and shit. Jesus. He was not an angel. <laughs> he had angels around him, though, for sure. Who, a lot. Who? The Jesus? Yeah, Yeshua. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, Nick, have you experienced anything Jesus, sir? Um, so from, again, from what I understand, uh, Jesus was a Pleiadian soul incarnated on earth, uh, to teach everything that he taught, um, was basically teaching like ascension, you know, love, love your neighbor, you know, uh, thy kingdom of heaven is within, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, basically, you know, all of his teachings um, were on track, you know. Um, but whenever you have the understanding, I guess, of the soul and how the soul works, it's kind of hard to go back. Does that make sense? Like that. And Jesus, I think, even taught reincarnation technically and emperor justinius um bandit what how uh, i think uh <laughs> when did he say this um i think he said that when you're talking about being born he, again he, into his father's he, family no 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 he okay. said uh somebody was the second coming john the baptist was the second coming of uh elijah i think he meant that in a prophetic sense I mean that's reincarnation. If he's 
He said that. Damn, that we're grasping at straws here, though, Damn. aren't we? Damn, what, what could it mean? What do you mean it's prophetic sense? What does that mean? Well, John the Baptist wasn't exactly a prophet. He was a he was the Baptist. You know, that was his that was his jam was baptizing people. But so you're I, saying I, he, didn't, he didn't mean that literally is what your interpretation of, of it is. Of course not. John the Baptist was Jesus' literal first cousin. They yes, were literally he, pregnant he at the same that time. John the Baptist was Elijah or something that he had already come. Um, I can send you all the stuff on it, but uh, please if you do. Look please at it, do. Read it for exactly what it is. He basically says that he was reincarnated. He's the second coming of someone who has already lived. Uh, again, oh, I'm not going to say I don't know the actual chapter and verse <laughs> you're referring, so I'm not going to speak out of qu- out of context. I'll look into it though, because I to my knowledge, hand, but you should definitely look into it. That's Emperor okay. Justinius said no reincarnation and banned it all as well. So look into that too. Well, that's you, called reading the Bible with your third eye all the way open. That's what that means. Multiple times in the Bible, it brings up that you get this one life and you're judged at the end of it to go to where you're going to go for all eternity. It never says you get a second, third, fourth shot. I got a, I got a real, real good one for you, Jacob. All right. <laughs> Let's the go. Word, the word abwoon and the word abba well, in right. Hebrew. Jesus, Jesus said abwoon, okay? And in the Bible, it says father, but the actual Hebrew word for father is Abba, A-B-B-A, okay? But Jesus did not say A-B-B-A. He said Abwoon, and Abwoon means source, literally, both of those. So why, why did he choose to not use the actual word for father when referring to his father? Well, also, is Abba not is not the word for father. To A-B-B-A? A-B-B-A Abba. is a word. They actually use it as a, a, a distinction. More or less, think about if you were using proper versus regular French. Uh, you would put that, like to say, like if a rabbi was coming up, if it was an Abba rabbi, it wasn't just a rabbi. This was like king daddy rabbi this dude was about that to the exalted level it was a high high regard high high distinction high high respect but that wasn't the actual word for father okay i'm gonna go to the first thing i find on DuckDuckGo. it's literally the first article <laughs> hey, man um let's do it it says you've probably heard that abba means daddy it's an aramaic word that jesus used when he was praying and we use it in prayer too I understand that many preachers and teachers have taught about this. They say that it's a turn of intimate connection between father and child. It's true that Abba was a word children used for their father, but that's not the full truth. There's a missing piece here, and the missing piece makes all the difference. So let me share with you the biblical context of Abba to provide that missing piece. As a result, I hope you'll I hope that you'll better understand and use the full meaning of this important prayer word. Trying to see what the source of this is. Um, it is him publications. I don't know. I can't. I'm just saying again. Test the source. Sure, sure. It's just the first thing popped up. I'm I just saying. I always heard Abba meaning a uh, exalted position. I never heard the one about father. Okay, hey. The only I thing, could be wrong here, gents. All I typed in was Abba um, translation. What Fair. does it mean? Um, it says our first word of prayer. The first word we must learn to speak when we pray is Father. This is the first word Jesus taught us to pray. 
Uh, the original Greek text, if you're more of a literalist like me, we find that Jesus actually fronts the word Father in Matthew 6, 9, which is our model prayer as his disciples. But even beyond grammatical construction of our prayer instructions, we must learn to pray Father because it is the most important word we utter when we talk to God. Unless we say Father from our heart and mean it, the rest of our words don't mean anything of substance, not really. If we don't learn to say Father then we don't know his authority. Then we make ourselves the ultimate authority of our own lives and we don't need to pray. We'll have no truly intimate connection with God. Anyway, I don't know where they're going with this. I'm just reading. Okay. Um, so Abba is the word for father. father. Okay. Right, right. Um, Jesus said Abuun, no. Right, and right. That, and if if that's true, and he never said father, all of the translations in the Bible that say father... That's a big deal as far as translation goes whenever you're talking about the son of God. But don't you think they would have caught that by now? Don't. Well, that, it's an important thing. I think that was intentional. Well, I'm saying the people that actually speak Aramaic and the scholars that are about all this and have, have gone down. You look at the Strong's Concordance and the Strongest Concordance and all these books that have been written on the subject. I feel like they would have caught there, in that. There's books written on what I'm talking to you about. Okay. You know, it's I I've mean, never heard this before, man. This is new news to yeah. me. Yeah, it looks like there's entire organizations dedicated to it. Huh. Um if you go to abwoon.org. How do you spell abwoon? A B W O O N. I've looked okay. this up myself. Okay. Um this isn't my first time hearing about it, but I'm I'm super happy you brought it up uh though, uh Nick. So I'm wondering if he used them both interchangeably as in source and father, creator of everything including himself and his direct father. Both would be correct, I would assume. The thing is, is that the Christian doctrine can't recognize the difference between the two because it was it would undermine the core um, belief system of Jesus is the only way, and he died for your sins, and he is God, and God is Jesus. He said himself he was not his father. I'm just going to throw that out, but... <clears throat> But people think that, right? Yeah, I, that's not even a mistranslation. Jesus was very direct. My father's kingdom, not my kingdom, yes, yes, but my father. He always referred to God. And somehow they're like, you mean you? It's, did he say me? Yeah. I, we can agree on that. <laughs> you know? I mean, sh just listen to the man. You wrote whole books about him. I don't know. Anyway. What are you looking I don't know at how you feel about this, but... There's actually a lot of evidence, too, that suggests that Jesus may not have even actually got crucified and died. Oh, shit. I've heard this. Yes, Da Vinci Code and the Mary Magdalene and the bloodline through all yeah, of Europe of royalty. His wife, all of this Mary theory. Wife. I, I see it. I think it is a very well-crafted theory, no doubt, and I'm giving it all props. It covers a lot of things. There's a lot of connections. I see. I see the eyebrow raisers. I truly do. But from what I have personally researched historically in this, no, not just the Bible, actual history, we just did a whole episode about the Shroud of Turin. And we know that only so many people would have been buried properly in a shroud that received that type of beating and death sentence from the Romans. All of the shroud has been verified and confirmed to be correct and true. We know the dude existed, the whole nine. So we know that he died and rose again. So although I do believe that it is a incredibly well-crafted theory and it is it's i think it's great fanfic so to speak 
Well, just from the Pleiadian perspective, that's what happened. Well, I questioned the Pleiadians to explain how we have actual carbon evidence of the dude that walked the earth, died, went to the tomb, and then everything that followed. But again, I've never spoken to these entities. They say he's a real person, too. I mean... For sure. From what I understand, he... Jesus is a whole touchy subject that I don't necessarily like to get into because it can be like divisive right i get that especially especially whenever we agree on so much you know (laughs) no that's very you're the guest tonight brother we can take the conversation whatever way you direct it no for sure but i just did i definitely wanted to bring up the abun thing to you because i think it's very important um because it if if that is a translation thing um you know, that that can change really a lot of the foundations of, you know, a lot of the words in the Bible that shouldn't say father and should say source, which is kind of a big deal. If there is both used, if Jesus did use both, I would argue that he used them interchangeably. But I will be doing a personal deep dive on this one because this is the first time hearing of it. And I am all about literal translation. So let's do this for sure. Anyway. Right. Well, we know a lot cool. of this. A lot of this biblical text is lost in translation. Yes. No matter how many scholars you have, none of these people were there at that time to be able to understand the context or the actual verbiage verbatim. Um, the reason I say that is, is because there's, dude, we know it's been translated from Aramaic to Hebrew, to Greek, to all Latin, these other fucking languages, everything. and to inevitably English, right? And we all know that English is like a flawed science of a language. It's, like, it's let's a, be real. It's a little melting pot, isn't it? They're, they're literally adding new words to Webster's Dictionary every day just because they're fun slang, for fuck's sake. <laughs> it's great. It's and a great so, time. And the Vatican was in control of all of the translations up until like the 1500s, right? Right. It's very true. And do we trust that place? No, 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 I, I understand. No. All no. of the all of the argument to say <laughs> that the Bible is absolutely just drivel and misprinted and that that that. Listen, I get and respect and in some ways agree with all of the argument points. I really do. But I personally have faith that the message that was supposed to get through got through. Through all of the mistranslations, through all of the the bullshit of this church and then that church and da da da. It's just a personal faith thing. If it's Jesus' teachings, then 100%. Everything else? Well, so here's here's how I break down the Bible. The Old Testament is the history lesson to teach us how we got to the point of needing Jesus. The life of Jesus happens in the Gospels. And then you got Paul to set up how the church was supposed to be structured the correct way. People somehow lost the correct way to set up a church. I don't know where we went astray there. I don't know where we went off the beaten path and decided to make it a fucking corporation. I, I don't know when that got lost. I would have blamed, I, I don't want to just throw everything on the Catholics, but at the same time, they are the kind of the easiest and biggest target on that one, you know? Just saying. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, anyway, moving on. I mean, it was the governing body for the longest time. Well, yeah, the two were, inter- were you couldn't have one without the other because the kings were ordained by God and who else spoke for God but did. the Pope. It was a whole thing. Yeah. I know. Sketchy, dude. Through all of that, though, I think that the word that was supposed to get through got through. And I also understand why that opens it up to ridicule. I understand why that opens it up for all of these conversations, which is why I'm open to them. And also, a lot of Christians do get triggered from them. And, like, you're right. It can be touchy because some people will, like, immediately get turned off, 
freak out and just, oh, he's just of Satan. It's like, hold on, hold on. Let the man speak. Let's hear what he's saying, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it's just with religious doctrine, there's no room. Your cup's already full and you're in a box and you there can't be two truths because you're forced into one ideology or nothing. And with the way I think and what I've been learning, like most things, a lot of things are half true, but you can also recognize the truth and separate the lies. And that's, you know, in the search of the ultimate truth, which is what I'm seeking. You know, I just, I want to know the real truth without being blinded by, you know, doctrine. No doubt. And also oh, yeah. keep in mind, I do believe that the Pleiadians and the Alfred Draconians and all this, I believe that that could totally be real. I believe that the God that I worship is created a reality that is so intricate that there are so many layers that we will never fully grasp. Sheep, so like sheep, not of this herd and whatnot, you know, I'm throwing it out. I'm not saying that all of what y'all talk about is like, Oh, I just, blah, blah. no, look, look, I'm here. I'm listening. I'm learning all kinds of shit from y'all. Oh dude, we open up our third eye on every episode. Always. This is no different. Indeed. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> but anyway. Um, well, uh, I want to jump back to knocking out the last messages and then uh, biblical stuff with the Son of Man. Good? Let's go. Cool. Um, let's see here. I'm going to skip a little bit. Oh, take your time, dude. I love this shit, dude. Like, I love hearing other people's perspectives and other people's, like, not channeled messages, but just, like, um, what would you call that? Honestly, bro, and keep in mind, my reality is so different than the one that y'all live in. You know what I mean? On some very, very real levels. I just love hearing it. I love listening to it and just trying to envision and imagine and, and all of what y'all are talking about. I love episodes where we go down these types of rabbit holes. You have no idea. Oh, yeah, dude. I want to say thank you all again for uh, just letting me talk about it all. Because for me, I feel like, you know, uh, I'm supposed to be talking about it. And you all have a already big platform. And, you know, I, I just want to say thank you all for, you know, letting me get it out there and letting people, uh, you know, take what resonates and, and uh, you know, not what doesn't. You know? And hey, not everybody's going to get down with this. And that's totally cool. Not every episode is for everybody, you know? Well, what I can say is that I know a lot of cult members are at least interested in hearing what you've had to, you've had to say because, I mean, eh, the numbers don't lie. Yeah. It's like Shakira and her hips. They, they do don't not lie, lie either. <laughs> uh, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, um, next one was we want you to know everything has purpose. Everything has meaning. Um, all that you do in your lives is designed for growth and the ultimate goal to achieve the highest state of being with the wisdom of all that you have chosen to experience in all of your lives. You will have access to all of the Akashic records for yourselves in a new state of being. The culmination of all of this is a sort of probation to teach respect and love for others so you are able to empathize and respect the power that you will hold moving forward. We would also like you to know that you are loved always and we are here for you. We love you so. Wow. Wow. I don't see anything wrong with that message. No. That's solid. I like it. 
So <laughs> after the shift, uh, which is the shift is biblical rapture, right? Um, except it's not dependent on your religion. It's being a morally good person. Um, and the shift is the rapture. Yes. Okay. And when you say shift, explain exactly what you mean other than I understand the concept of the rapture and I get this. I'm talking about what else shifts, what else changes. Oh, I have a piece on that, but I'm gonna let you go first, Nick. Okay. So the shift will be a literal, it will be like waking from a dream from what I understand and being in an entirely new reality, um, a place with many mansions, right? Of, you know, biblically, right? As Jesus said, um, and a place where you have eternal life, right? Heaven on earth type scenario, right? Um, Utopia, yeah. No, no sickness, no, you know, the whole nine. Paradise. Uh, except you'll also be able to manifest things, anything that you want. It will be at your fingertips, right? You can create um, whatever you need, right? Um, and for 3D Earth, this is the shift to 5D. The Pleiadians call Sheen is the name of that place, S-H-E-E-N. Um, but it is what is described in the Bible as the rapture, where... Um, from the perspective of 3D Earth, uh, you know, one will be taken from the field and the other left in the Bible, right? Um, so people will disappear um, out of, you know, from the perspective here if you don't go. But apparently most everyone will shift and only evil, um, like truly evil people and entities, demonic and satanic and whatnot uh get left behind and this earth will um wither and die basically and a new one will be created wow okay, okay. you are speaking right up my dolores cannon alley sir um because dolores cannon herself written in so many of her books and a lot of interviews she said that through a lot of her regressions and, and speaking to, you know, all of her clients, higher selves and all that stuff, that it was mentioned time after time after time after time about how we will be shifting to a new earth is what she called it. And yeah. um, what she was saying as far as the new earth is that it'll literally be like a brand new, like untouched earth. Like all the waters, think of all the waters and all the land that are on this earth, except for like not polluted, not poisoned, not like chemtrailed, not like uh, fucking MSG and foods and all that shit. It's like a literal brand MSG new earth. MSG is delicious. Watch yeah. your mouth. And you'll have a whole new body and you'll remember all of your past lives, everything you've ever experienced. All of those things will be combined into one being, right? And right. the whole goal of the Pleiadians and the Elohim, Earth is a school for souls, right? And there's Earth native souls, which is the majority of the souls that are on Earth, like 6 billion or whatever. And they're souls that have originated on Earth and have reincarnated their lives over and over up until the point 
of the shift, which is coming very soon, from what I understand. Um, and star seeds are souls that originate outside of Earth. Um, some of them incarnate with basically the whole to lift vibrations and like Jesus was a star seed, right? Except he part of coming to earth is like I said before, the whole reason you learn these lessons are learning from an unbiased perspective by not knowing who you are. And because if you knew the answers to all the questions, then would it be a test and you wouldn't learn anything, right? What would be the point? So you choose to forget every time so that you can learn and then you take all of that and you combine that into one ascended being like Jesus was right and you are able to do what he did which is what he said also you will do greater miracles than I and the whole nine um, and he said that he was going to take us to a place with him not he was going to come back and rule the earth or anything like that we're going to where he is and he said that we could do things greater than him even. Um, he did say that. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. He did say that, yeah. So Dividing. Jesus taught ascension. I don't yeah. care what anybody says. Turn the water into wine and shit. How sick would that be? I mean, <laughs> I guess it depends on if you're an alcoholic or not. That could be a curse. Are you a, are I, you I don't a think we'll want to be drinking um, over there, being that it lowers the vibration, but... I still drink every now and then, but there's a reason, as you know, the whole body eating spirit thing, it definitely lowers your, uh, lowers yeah. your vibe where entities and whatnot. Can yeah, it does. Influence you. Yes. Yes. It's like, uh, opening up like a, a dark hole for these fucking evil wraiths to fly into. It really is. And I honestly believe that some people are more attuned to pick up on those than others. You have some people uh, Burt Kreischer, for instance, hilarious comedian, all the stuff. He is a raging alcoholic, but like he doesn't have negative entities associated with it. He is the type that like does fun shit when they drink. But there's more than often the vast majority of us when we drink, we go into a much lower vibrational situation. Our judgment gets impaired. The bad forces start to whisper in your ears. It's a whole thing. Thousand percent. Oh, yeah, dude. Well, I mean, I don't drink very often. I think last year I literally could count on one hand how many times I actually drank. Mm. Um, but, dude, I will say this. I'm I'm like a happy drunk. Like when people yeah. get into, like, bar fights because they're drunk or they're, like, beating their wife mm. or they want to start all kind of fucking drama. And I'm right. like, why, dude? Just fucking enjoy the fucking wave. Yeah. See, that's the problem. Some pe people can't control themselves. That's the problem. Right, right. They start to lose their, lose their minds a little bit, get a little extra feel good, or not, and they can't just control themselves and be like, you know what, I think I'm going to call it a night and go home because I'm just, it's getting a little too much right now. People can't do that. People, you know, people are shit sometimes. I get it. We they all are. are. They are. Yeah. What other messages we got, Nick? Um, Let's see. They actually, um, hold on. Y'all want to see a video of them? Yes. Yeah. So I asked them, uh, I said, was that y'all in the cloud the other day? And they said, yes. We thought you might enjoy that. Um, I said, how many of uh, 
from what I understand, there's Pleiadians all across the earth. They're in craft monitoring, um, basically everything until the shift happens. Right. Is these the flying and, Tic Tacs? Uh, yeah, actually. Okay. Good deal. Let's go. Um, so the Nimitz, the, the, that one was Pleiadian. Um, all of these, a lot of the sightings are all intentional um, by them, and they uh, to ask questions, right? What about um, the uh, what about the craft? But that, I asked how, what about the craft that has been getting taken down lately? There's there's supposedly reportedly within a lot of um, you know uh, military personnel have been coming out whistleblowing, and they're saying um, yes, we've seen proof and evidence of you know, alien aircraft getting shot down or like, I don't even know what they do. They send right. out some kind They're of frequency or whatever. Thing down. Right, bro. Well, I don't know, dude. It's, it's crazy. I, I stay on the fence with this kind of shit. It makes you wonder. It's like, you know, okay, yes, I'm on the same page of, yeah, they're probably not getting shot down. Like in a way, like, uh, like, uh, getting thrown off guard that maybe it is happening on purpose. I'll put it like this, bro. The videos and the reports that I've seen of these flying Tic Tacs and the aerial maneuvers that they're able to do, which defy our known laws of physics, these the creatures that developed that technology, I promise you, have way more advanced radar systems than we have. And there's no way that our pilots have snuck up on them. And there's no fucking way any pilots have shot one of them down, if that's the case. Now, I would say that all of the wreckage is wreckage, I would say that there may have been some craft that have crashed on Earth. Maybe there was some equipment malfunction of some type and they crashed and there's recovered shit from that. But these whistleblowers coming out and saying that they shot things down? No. Well, I will say that there's something to be said as far as the um, the like back-engineered spacecraft that exactly. a lot of these like um, military-industrial complex you know organizations are able to recreate. That I believe that's from wreckage found, that's not what I'm from saying. not from shot down things that we oh we took it down. Let's go see what they got. No, no, it, we were fucking fortunate that we have a country so large that we have this much of a catch net for the space trash that happens to hit us. Solid point. You know what I'm saying. Solid point so two real crashes roswell um the one in brazil guard gardenia or something i don't know if you've heard about that one the uh, massive one crater yeah legit yeah um so but anything that them saying right now apparently the only craft in the skies right now are galactic federation uh which are pleiadians basically elohim right okay. i know people that's when you hear Galactic Federation, you think, oh, my God, this is retarded sounding. But, like, uh -huh. the reality of it is, you know, there is a group of beings that have an interest in the success of humanity, right? And that's just the Earth name that we can call them. Okay. Without getting biblical. Because, like, if we're calling them the Elohim, you know, I mean, you got to call them something, right? And not everyone's going to agree. You know what I mean? For sure. So it's just for the sake of, uh, you know, explaining things that that's who they are. They're, they're good and they have crap. And, uh, but from what I understand, the only things that we'll be seeing in the skies up until the shift are all positive, like positive 
beings, which there were reptilians, okay? And they did influence humanity for a bit. Dinosaurs, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know about dinosaurs again. Dinosaurs, I'm like flip-flopping. No, right? Dinosaurs are fake and gay. I think there's a version of them that have to be true. You know? <laughs> it's understood that dinosaurs are fake and gay. Whatever. Crocodile still exists, homeboy. Checkmate. Anyway. That's just a fancy fucking yeah, I mean, stupid lizard. Technically... <laughs> that's what I'm old as fuck though. That's what I'm saying. Look, I'm not saying that dinosaurs to the, the dumb shit we have on the land before time. Okay. I'm not that, not all of that, but I'm going to say that there are some prehistoric animals that are such apex predators that they were able to withstand everything mother earth threw at them. And they're still alive today. There are some breeds I, Re- research. I think a version does... of dinosaurs had to exist because there are real fossils. Not all of them are fake. And the majority of them at are at the same time. Do what? The majority of them are, and it's actually, it's understood, you know, as science continues to fucking pull its head out of his ass, um, that if there were dinosaurs, if we're to be taking a lot of these dinosaur bones at actual value instead of just, you know, scientifically um, funded whatever value, whatever, yeah. that, uh, that most of them were probably winged creatures, like feathers. We're talking about, like, Fucking think yeah, of like prehistoric chickens and shit, dude. They say that the chicken's closest relative is the T Rex, right? Or I'm sorry, the T Rex's closest living relative would be the fucking chicken. Yeah. So who's to say? You look at their stupid little arms. Could you imagine a T Rex sized fucking rooster? I don't want that problem. Mm-hmm. I don't want no smoke with that. I could eat on that for a minute if Can I could I get past dying. <laughs> um. Yeah. I think yeah. we should be able to. Let's see. Okay, cool. Um, so I asked them, um, was go. that y'all in the cloud the other day? Me and my friends were at the pool at my apartment, and it, there was this gap in the clouds, and this cloud just showed up. Like, it literally just appeared out of nowhere, and it started, like, rolling. Like, it was, like, making more clouds, and it was coming against the wind. Like, it was going against the of all the other clouds and it had this crazy like misty thing on top of it. And like everyone looked up and I talked to my buddy Shaq. I like, I was looking up and I looked at him and I've told him about my whole Pleiadians and all this stuff. Like I, you know, I've been telling him what's going on with me and I didn't even say a word to him. I looked at him and he goes, is that them? And I was like, uh, fucking maybe. Because I've kind of been asking in my head. I was like, man, I would sure love to fucking see something I could show to my friends, you know? Hell yeah. <laughs> something, some kind of proof. And uh, so I asked them the next time I talked to them, I was like, was that y'all? And they were like, yeah, we thought you might enjoy that. <laughs> and it was like funny. I was like, heck yeah. I was like, thank you. And uh, and I said, how many of there are y'all up there? And they said millions across the earth. We cannot or will not make ourselves visible to all at this time, but for those with high vibrations and open minds, we will know and match your frequencies. The desire to want to know and awaken drives the grand awakening for all. The more you question, the more you want to know truth, the more you receive, the more you will receive. There are many forms of truth. Discerning them is part of the process as well. And some people find their truths through different means, so you must respect everyone's own truth as well. Okay, solid. So I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna show y'all a video of uh, what 
I took a video of it, and this is what they confirmed for me. Let's so. go. I'm stoked to see this. Uh, let's see here. Um, screen share. Dun, 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 dun. It's like... Uh... Like, it's just like the countdown to opening up that third eye a little bit. You know what I mean? Right. It's like once you see this fucking thing, there ain't no going back. Right. Dude, I need to bring some of my beard oil here. Yeah, I need to bring some of mine, too. My beard's starting to grow it out. We're still uh, running that out, aren't we? Oh, yeah. Okay. Give a little plug. What? Oh, we're keeping this in? I thought this gap of time you were going to cut out. Oh, no, dude. This is live all day, baby. <laughs> okay, well... Sorry we left that uh, okay, that time gap open there, Colt members. I thought that maybe we'd just snip it, snip it, but never mind. My bad. No, your uh, your speakers are turned up to the correct volume. You, we didn't lose contact. We just kind of had a gap there. Sorry. All right. Can you all see that? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. This all is right. a good video. It's not all blurry and grainy. It's, no, it's great. It's not Bigfoot. And if you want to watch this, again, come check us out on Patreon or Rockfin. Link in the show notes. Does that look suspiciously weird to y'all at all? It kind of looks like a f- like a fucking flying turtle, bro. That's what I see. I was gonna say so a stingray, like, like a stingray floating on clouds, right? Well, you see how it's like making clouds out of nothing. Uh huh. And you see all this misty stuff here. Okay. But like, how do you make more clouds come out of a cloud? Like it's. It's, it was just rolling and, like, manifesting more clouds. Does that make sense? I don't understand cloud no, science, but... That is wild. Now, it's it's kind of coming in choppy on our end, but I can still see what you're talking about. Like, from that, that cloud's got, like, three separate levels to it. That base level is kind of just yeah, the base yeah, level. Just- You've got this more clouds blowing out the middle section completely separate from the yeah. top layer of clouds and this is all in the same and this clump layer on the top yeah dude but and do before you... i even started taking this video it was like way more pronounced like it had this two double uh, double layers of clouds and it was just like rolling coming and it was moving on its own like clouds don't go against the wind and not with all the other clouds you know right what I mean? right and it's not like there's a big storm front rolling in either like this i see blue skies all over here Dude, yeah, look. everyone at the pool was looking up saying, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Whoa, bro. That is cool, dude. Look at it, though. Look, it's like the head. Yeah. And then it's like, it looks like the shell is erupting into two more heads on each side. Dude, like, think about that as the nose of a plane, hypothetically. Right. Think about that as the nose of a plane. The wings are that bottom layer. The wings are on the bottom. Yeah. The turbines are what's blowing clouds, out more like, clouds. As, yeah. as the cloaking, like, they, they can do that. Oh, for Just sure. So everybody knows. Dude, I'm always looking up in the sky to see if they're like, because if you think about it, if you were, you know, uh, an alien race or even an advanced human civilization race, um, and you were trying to hover above the earth, but you were trying to be like all inconspicuous and shit, it's almost like wearing like camouflage out in the woods. Why wouldn't you pretend to be for a those fucking cloud? Eyes to see. R- yes. Yep. Yeah, that is sick, dude. All right, Nick, let's get into some biblical shit here. You said you want to bring up some biblical verses. Yes. All right. All right, let's do it. Uh, Stop sharing. All right. Okay. Sons of man. 
All right. So <clears throat> in the context of Pleiadian disclosure, uh, son of man in the Bible refers to basically extraterrestrial beings or star seeds. Um, son of means like and man means human. So son of man, when it's being referred to biblically, um, means that those who are like human but not human. And the exact meaning changes with context. It can mean angels of light or um, angels of light incarnated as humans. Um, so in John's vision in Revelations, describe the Son of Man having white hair, carrying a symbol of seven stars. Um, that's because the Son of Man are Pleiadians, right? Um, here's the verse in Revelations here. In the midst of the seven lampstands, one like the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to his feet and girdled about his chest with a golden brand. His head and hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes like a flame of fire. His feet were fine like brass, as it refined in a furnace, and his voice sounded sound of many waters. He had in his right hand seven stars out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword uh his countenance was like the sun shining in its strength revelation 1 13 all right i want to pull that up revelation is like some of the most cryptic message that you could ever read well it's a complete it's completely prophetic and it's completely interpretive right you know. Okay. So Ezekiel, um, Revelation. What was that? One three. One thirteen. One thirteen. Thank you. Yeah, and then in Ezekiel two, um, this is uh, allegedly God talking to Ezekiel, and wait, he said, <laughs> wait, hold on, real quick. The Son of Man. The beginning of that. John's vision of Christ, and then it begins. He's describing Christ. Yeah, but it was a vision. Right. The, the title of that is literally John's vision of Christ. So you're saying that that is the son of man? Is that in Aramaic? No, that's that's in English, obviously. I don't speak the language. Right, but I wonder if that's... because I wonder if son they, of man they, correctly is translated. Well, the translations that a lot of these people look into is not the English version. It is well, the Aramaic, it's the Greek, it's the Hebrew. It's to get the the better understanding, the people who look into the actual definitions of what each Aramaic word means or could mean, you know, right. judging by its context. So they did that, and the title of this is John's Vision of Christ. The scholars did that and found that. But that's neither here nor there. We are talking about the Pleiadians' message on this topic. Okay, continue. So I'm just giving a couple examples of the son of man and how it's referenced in the Bible, right? Right. Uh, Ezekiel, God is talking to him and Ezekiel two. Um, he said to me, son of man, stand up on your feet and I will speak to you. As he spoke, the spirit came into me and I raised him on my feet and I heard him speaking to me. He said, son of man, I am sending you to the Israelites. Basically, if you just look up Ezekiel two, you'll find God calling yeah. Um, Ezekiel, referring to him as son of man. The right? title is Ezekiel's call to be a prophet. 
He's talking yes, to Ezekiel, calling Ezekiel son of man. Yeah. Yes. So I'm just pointing out Interesting. that the the son of man is is used in different contexts throughout the Bible, and it's not specifically um, referring to Jesus. Right. Does that make sense? Because obviously he's calling Ezekiel son of man, right? I'm with you. So we're just using, we're just going, I'm just taking you down as far as like how it's used in certain contexts. And, you know, you follow me here? Sure, sure. So Jesus, Luke 21, 27, Jesus said, at that at that time they will see the son of man coming in a cloud with power and great glory when these things begin to take place stand up and lift your heads because your redemption is drawing near which that one very specifically reminds me of my whole cloud experience right and the son of man yeah so what he's talking about in that is the destruction of the temple and signs of the end times Yes, which we are in, right? I, I agree, agree, sir. There. Absolutely. And they're trying to rebuild that temple right now. Yeah. So if the Son of Man come on a cloud of great glory, and if this, let's, for all intents and purposes here, we're assuming that the Son of Man are the Pleiadians, right? Because they have white hair and they hold the seven stars. Okay. They have a symbol, right? So far, it checks out as far as, and also Jesus says, um, Let's see. He's saying that the Son of Man will come before he does. Right? Okay. So Jesus said, Then the arrival of the Son of Man, it will fill the skies. No one will miss it. Unready people all over the world will raise huge lament as they watch the Son of Man blazing out of heaven. So if Jesus was the only Son of Man, why would he say, it will fill the skies. And why would he say it would happen before his return? Damn. Um, okay. I'm listening. That? Okay. Does that make sense so far? Oh, yeah. No, no, I'm with you. And, like, that's the deal. I don't know the ins and outs of that context right off top. I don't know if oh. Ezekiel was called son of man because he was at that time being called to be a prophet. So they were referred, God was calling to him in this way to more or less, like, wake him the fuck up. Like, I'm not just calling Ezekiel. I'm calling son of man. Like, yo, get up. We're you. I'm calling you. I don't know. I got to look at the context. I got to do a little more digging, but I'm listening to you, bro. I'm trying to provide all the context for you, um, for everyone, really. But it. But the point is, is son of man is used in different contexts at different times. But if you look at it from the perspective that I'm trying to, um, I guess, oh, show, Present and from yeah, present, um, and you understand that son of means like and man means human. So then, if it's referring to beings that are like humans but not, and if they look like Pleiadians, which look like us, right? And they have been considered like they have acted as an angelic beings and have been referred to as angels in the Bible as well. Like the the two angels of Saw that went to Sodom, that they tried to rape or whatever. Yeah. Um, those were two angels that looked, you know, like humans pretty much walking amongst the people. So not all angels are, you know, crazy and you know with eyes and be not afraid. And you know, there's obviously references to angels that are walking amongst 
men. Right. Right. So in that context, the angels of Sodom were Pleiadians. Okay. And, um, it's just showing another, like how angels and son of man, like can be misconstrued sometimes. Does that okay. make sense? Sure. So you believe that every time that there is a reference to angel or demon, respectively, that this is some sort of Pleiadian or Pleiadian adjacent type of entity that the people that wrote the Bible down wrote by a different name. Um, and you believe that them, Jesus but, and you believe that like the prophets and all of them, they are more like channelers yep. of these beings. Um, well, they are them. Oh, they are actually the beings themselves. They're not just humans that were like called they're, to like soul. They are. So Jesus was a Pleiadian soul. He incarnated as a human, okay. except he didn't forget everything that we do on hum on earth. He didn't forget about where he came from. He incarnated with the knowledge of love and, you know, all of these things to teach humanity on how to be like him and how to get to where, how to ascend. Right. And not everyone gets to do that, but he came here to teach, you know, the way, right. Show the way. Okay. Okay. I'm but listening. Pleiadians also come down as themselves and they have, you know, abilities they can you know create things and probably fly and you know the whole basically do everything that you a primitive person back then would think that an angel would be able to do does that make sense sure and they look like us and they have godlike divine powers and care about us and help people and they might as well be an angel for all intents and purposes. Right? So the people out there that say that not just the Pleiadians, but the Alpha Draconians and the Anunnaki and all the other types, right? They say there's a, there's a solid group of them out there that believe that they are out there, but they don't give a fuck about us. And that earth is pretty much the dump planet. It's where they left the trash. They pretty much got the gold or got whatever they were looking for a long time ago. And they've dipped since. And that's why they've pretty much not bothered us for thousands of years up until recently. And there's arguments as to the why. What would your message be to those people? Mm, well, that's not true. Um, they, one, like, uh, from what I understand, they have been helping us for a long time, and they've prevented disasters from happening. They're the ones that, uh, are you familiar with, like, the nukes getting shut down? Like, have you ever seen those videos of, like, the UFOs, like, deactivating the nukes um, whenever they're, like, shooting them up in the atmosphere or the nukes getting um, turned off at the, you know, military bases and stuff by UFOs and any stuff, any things like that? Yes. Never, no, never no, no, one no, no, time no, no. have I heard of Hold this. Hold your horse. Really? No, hold on. You know of this, but Do just I? not in that context. Oh, wait a minute. The video I sent you, you think that an alien stopped that nuke from going off in North Carolina? Two nukes, both not detonated in different ways. But they both saw that there was five safety switches that were, invo that were involved there, and one of them didn't fail each of them. I mean, it's not that wasn't some like divine entity. That was a series of redundancy safety measures that worked. That's what you can gather. That's okay. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying. Right. I mean, anything's hey, hey, hey. possible. I, why not? Natural disasters <laughs> too. You know, there's hurricanes like, left and right, homie. I don't know what you're talking about preventing them. 
Oh, no, I'm talking about like world ending natural disasters, you know, cataclysmic type stuff. Right? Well, I guess that depends on um, the source because apparently in the last 20 years we've had like 30 apocalypses, allegedly. So maybe you're onto something. Maybe those would have been something serious, but they were smacked down by forces we can't comprehend before they got serious. Who's to say? Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, believe it or not kind of thing. Right. But, um, but they, the whole goal and everything is to ascend and the whole point and way to get there is to learn on your own. Like, you know, if we're their children, you can't do it for them. Does that make sense? Mm. They can't do it for us. You mean? Yeah, yeah. 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 They can't do it for us. If the whole point is for us to learn how to get there. I fully like agree the with journey, that. The journey is, you know, part of the process and the end goal is heaven on earth and see i agree with that too free will is a thing yeah and i believe that there are certain lessons and even per my beliefs i believe that yes all of your problems could be fixed with a snap and like all of these things yeah yeah yeah. but that's not the point right free will is a thing therefore sometimes we put ourselves in really shitty situations because we need to learn a lesson that we couldn't have learned otherwise yeah now it gets messy me that's the point is to learn now it gets messy and it's not fair and no one promised you the life was going to be fair. And I always use the example of uh, my kids with the broken nose. Uh huh. Have you heard that one? No, I don't think uh, so. maybe not. Okay. So basically uh, when I was uh, a young father, my oldest at the time was like three and his baby sister was like one. And I was cooking something and had to reach over and grab something. And I told him he was right there next to me in the kitchen. I told him, hey, buddy, don't touch the stove. It's hot. It's going to burn you. And he had already done something in the past where he knows what hot is. It wasn't like this was a new fan angle concept to him. He knew what hot was. And I told him, don't touch it. It's going to burn you. I reach over and I listen. I already know it's about to happen. I am fully aware of what's about to go down. But unfortunately, some lessons have to be learned the hard way. And he's going to touch the stove. I could try what I can. I could teach him the right way. I could show him the way. He's going to do it himself because he, like, has to. It's like a rule. And he'll only make that mistake one time. And unfortunately, that's just the way it is. So as soon as I turn, I heard it. And I knew what happened. It's all good. We're there. He was negatively affected by a choice he made based off his own free will, even after shown the right way. Right? Now... Here's where it gets messy. What he didn't know was right at that moment, his baby sister had walked up behind him. When he reached up and touched the stove and burned himself, he yanked back and elbowed his sister in the nose and broke her nose. Now, this completely innocent one-year-old who was in the, just the wrong place, wrong time, her free will had nothing to do with any of this shit. Now, she is suffering because of someone else's poor choices. And that's not fair. But life's not fair. And then people feel like they're the victim and they feel like they've been you know, personally attacked and da, 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 da. It's like, no, everybody's personally attacked. We're all in this shit together. And sometimes you just get, it shakes out and it, you know, sometimes you get dealt a bad hand. It sucks. For the record, that entire story is a parable that none of that actually happened, but it, it made my point. Yeah. I figured that's where well, you're going. Resistance builds strength too. I mean, like, why do you work out? Uh-huh. Yeah. It gets stronger, you know, like I've been hitting it hard in the gym lately. <laughs> I get it, bro. I need to. Uh, my muscle mass is not where it needs to be, and I'm. I need to start working out again. Seriously, 
Right. And also some people might ask, you know, like, why don't they get rid of the, you know, all the evil in the world and all the deception and all these things. Right. If, if the ultimate goal at the end of the day is this ascension, right. Then all of those things, if the soul is immortal, right. And we never die and earth is a school for people to learn how to overcome things and find the divinity within themselves and choose love over fear and deception and finding those things on their own. All of everyone doing those things is what drives the shift for everybody. Does that make sense? I get that. You know, Nick, um, me and Jacob, we, we have this, uh, saying, Kind of like um, we disagree on a lot, but we always find our way back at the centerpiece, basically. It's like yeah. we always find our way into agreeing with, with each other, even if we're coming from like broad ends of the spectrum. For sure. And I think that yeah. that's what you did today. Um, I think that, you know, you've kind of taken a lot of the information that you've received, uh, a lot of the information that you've researched, and you've put it into a story and into... Um, I guess like a movie or like a cartoon almost in order to help us understand it. And, um, I think that your message along with, you know, uh, the, the knowledge of both you and Jacob, as far as the, the biblical context and whatnot, it's, um, it's needed to to gain perspective. Now I want to ask you this too. You said this was a compilation of questions over an extended period of time. I don't know if you said this earlier and if you did, I apologize, but how long did it take for you to collect these answers to these questions? Was it all in the same session? Was it over the course of a couple of weeks? Well, this all started October 22nd of last year. Okay. So, so this list of answers you've read off today is from then to now. Pretty much. Yeah. Nice. Um, also some of, okay. Some, I think it's important to note that some of the information that I am giving answers to, um, is from there's a lady her name is judith um she has a website and it's called family of tegeta um i asked my guides about her specifically um whenever i was in the float tank and i asked if they knew who she was um because she i found her after um i started having my whole experience because i was just trying to understand what was going on like i was you know researching pleiadians elohim all you know the whole nine and I came across her and she's had the same kind of connection as I do with her guides um, since 2008. And she has been documenting all of this type of Pleiadian perspective disclosure since then. And Whoa. I asked my guides about her. They said she's doing wonderful work. Um, and I asked some of the information. I asked them basically to confirm some of the information like I was testing my guides, I guess, against her information, right? And they confirmed, or they had already told me some of the same things that um, that I had learned before I even knew about her. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, we're all, um, you know, it, it makes you feel good whenever somebody else is feeling and experiencing the same thing. It lets you know that you're not crazy. You're not just making yeah. all this shit up in your head. It's validity. It's vo- Exactly. Yeah. That was the word I was trying to I, get to. I talked to her as well, and she told me that 
she confirmed it as well. So, wow. All right. Well, so, I definitely got to go check out that website. Real quick, do you know what a soul pod is and do you believe in them? A soul pod. Like, I don't know what that is. Okay, never mind. I was going to ask, is she in your soul pod? That's a, that's Chris, a, that's a Christy oh, like question. A, that's a Christy yeah, thing. Like I'm a sorry. soul family, I guess. That, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's what along it those is. lines. Yeah, yeah. But look, Nick, next time we have you on, we're going to get you on here with Christy, dude, and just do yeah. a fucking beautiful mashup. That'd be amazing. That'd be fun. Yes, yes. And she is somebody who is. Definitely tapped in. I'll say that. No doubt. Um, Nick, let the people know where they can find you if you want to put that information out there, sir. Actually, yeah. Um, so I've got two spots that I think people that uh, would be interested in. Um, let's see here. So I actually have a Telegram channel um, that me and one other person run. We've got like almost 2,000 two thousand something people in it. Let's go. Um called called the Awakened. It's the Awakened Ones with the the O as a zero. Okay. All right. And, and then uh so I post all of my um it's a bunch of like government conspiracy stuff, you know, everything that's going on in the world, um, you know, and UFO disclosure and, you know, even some Q stuff, you know, the whole nine in there. Um, but I also post all of my most recent communications with my guides in, in that telegram channel. And then I also have a dedicated, um, channel that I made specifically for only the stuff with my guides and basically gave a whole breakdown of everything I did up to get to that point. And then I document everything and, um, you know, all the messages with all of the audio from all the messages as well. And that one's called uh, Guide Side Chats. So just Guide Side Chats, like Fireside Chats, but Guide Side Chats. Nice. Nice. All all that's on Telegram. And uh, if you follow any of those, uh, I'll be also (sighs) posting the link to my podcast, which is going to be finally dropped um after this episode me and my girlfriend filmed our first episode uh her name is faith and we are doing the collective perspective and all of that will be also shared on those two platforms as well let's go hell yeah dude dude. the collective perspective i think we we talked about that last time i believe because you were considering a podcast yeah 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 but we finally got it got it done and about to launch so Hell yes, awesome, dude. dude. Awesome, dude. I can't wait to hear more stories and things that you guys uncover and just to listen to it. I love this kind of talk, dude, because just because, dude, I mean, I just I mean, like it. Absolutely. Yeah. I love this. Um. Anyway, Nick, this was awesome, dude. Thank you for coming on. And and we can't wait to get you on for the next time with Christy. I think that's going to be a fucking absolute banger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyhow. Until next time, this was another beautiful episode of The Cult of Conspiracy, and my name's Jonathan. I'm Jacob. And there's one very important, extremely vital piece of information we need you to learn just as soon as humanly possible. Open up that third eye. Hey, cult members, Jacob here. Just wanted to ask, who wants better sex? The best way to get started is to go to adamandeve.com right now. 
Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item, but that's not all. When you get one item, they will also send three bonus sexy items and six free movies. They offer discreet shipping as your privacy is a priority, plus free shipping on your entire order. Doesn't matter how much you spend or what you buy. All will be packaged and sent discreetly for free. That's 50% off one item and 10 free gifts to boot. Bring more pleasure and satisfaction into your bedroom. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Just enter the offer code CULT at checkout and you'll get 50% off almost any item, plus 10 free gifts, 3 bonus items, 6 free movies, and free shipping. Use the offer code CULT, that's C-U-L-T, at adamandeve.com. Now this is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use this code to get you not just the discount and the free goodies, but also the 100% free shipping with the code CULT. CULT. 